Spanish announce table podcast. This is boring now. It's These true. numbers are all boring. Like it was all this build up to 100, and now that we've hit it, it's just like, well, now thanks what? for listening. Can we just hang them up now. We're going to go home. It got significantly less fun when we got to 100. Uh, Scotty is not here. Brando is here. I am here. I'm Warren. Um, Scotty will eventually be here after he figures out his dinner situation. He hasn't got his food yet. No. Nope. He, he mistimed that by a touch. Uh, he did. You're probably right, the more I think about it, because uh, he texted me at 644 saying, our bill still hasn't come, and then he just calls me at shortly after 7 to say his food has yet to even come. Oh, that's um, weird. So, yeah, I, I, if we see I him, it'll be, it'll be nice. I trust this guy miracle. about as much as I trust a detective from making a murderer. <laughs> you started watching that, didn't I you? I did. All right, we'll get in that. But joining us this week... Big Bad Boris is back. How first of all, if he said that he didn't get his check yet first, mm. then we know that he's a goddamn liar. It's true. Second of all, I, I like the ponytail look you got going on here. Thank it's you. pretty sweet. I'm just And third of, of all, that show yeah. is remarkably addicting. Yeah, it is. And you'll find that after it's over, you will then watch 10 hours of YouTube videos of different things about it. Yeah. I, just, you, I spent a lot of time on the wiki being like, what's yeah. going on with this guy? Yeah. I, uh, I read a lot. Because there's a few yeah. things yeah. that are not on the series evidence-wise. Well, and there's developing stuff and, now, too. Yeah, like, he's got so. some new lawyer that joined him in, like, January yeah. and is helping this him. This show being released is, I think, kind of flipped everything on its head in terms of, oh, national attention, now new high-profile lawyers yep. are jumping on. How how many, why ep- wouldn't they? How yeah. many episodes in are you? Four. I'm do almost you, done four. Do you think he did it? Ye- no. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that, You know what? That right <laughs> yeah. there is the perfect yeah. review for that show, yeah, no. Uh, That's the thing yeah. is that for, with him it could go either way. I think yeah. with the kid, innocent, because he's kind of a scumbag. <laughs> exactly, yeah. he could have done it, yeah. and they also could have framed him. Like and it's feel, totally possible. And I feel way. really bad for like making fun of that kid. Um, but like Brand- Brandon, Brandon, Brandon Dassey, yeah, yes. just you know, like I'm gonna miss WrestleMania. So he said he was gonna miss WrestleMania. I know. I texted my boy. I was like, of and course. One part of course, course he's a wrestling fan. Remember yeah. the time that the dogs <sighs> ate that guy or whatever? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? But uh, he's not the sharpest. That whole family's not. But the listen, sharpest. if I get sent to prison, heavy in jail. Yeah, you see him that's now? what I noticed too. Ooh, boy, uh, if I got sent to prison, he's like the Chris Hero of prison. My first that's reaction. That's a good joke, by the way. Don't undersell that. My first reaction would be to. Uh, whether or not I was going to be missing WrestleMania as well. So yeah. Well, it shows to me, Can't it shows, not to many. go off on a tangent, but it shows how mentally challenged, I guess, for lack of a better term, that kid is when he's being discussed with the police about being involved in a murder and he's worried about getting a report in in his class later that day. That yeah. shows that he's not, mm-hmm. you know, cognitively... Yeah, not grasping the yeah. whole concept of what's going on. That's a great show. It is. It's, uh, it's real show. good. I So I got about 10 minutes into the first episode. And I was like, I don't want to watch this. I want to watch, like, a scripted drama. That's what I'm in the mood for. More, because I just finished Sons of Anarchy. Yes. Which we could talk about, too. Mm. Uh, and I'm buzzing off the end of that, and I wanted, like, more of that. So I was going to go watch, like, Marco Polo or Narcos or something. Um, and then I, so I got 10 minutes through that, 
And then I paused it. I went through Netflix. I was like, this isn't what I want to watch. And then I couldn't figure out anything. And I knew I had to do the show soon. So I was like, well, I'll just watch. I'll keep watching this. And I got to do my wrestling notes and everything anyway. And then by the end of the first episode, I was like, oh, I'm just going to watch this all the way through. I yeah, think. The sound the same way. <laughs> is you getting sucked into that show. Yeah. Exactly. It's a great show. Great show. Yeah. Um, Brando, what else have you done in the last week? Uh, Sons of Anarchy. I yep. cleared my schedule. You, you did some work in the past week on that. <laughs> yeah, I crushed like two seasons of Sons of Anarchy, mm. two and a half in the last Long week. Long seasons. Yeah, 13 episodes, an hour each. Have you ever watched that show, Boris? Sons of Anarchy? Yeah. No. Okay. It's real good. You should. Um, yeah. Good show. And uh, yeah, like every like, podcast, my other podcast was Forsaken. Does Katie uh, Seagal I'm, get naked in that show? No. Not fully. She's like milfy hot. She mm-hmm. is. She's got, she's got something about her. Yeah, you can't look away. She's from. been she's been a mom since like w- married with children started in what the eighties. Yeah, so she's been a mom for a long time. Apparently, she mm. like sing like has a jazz. Record she sings deal a lot and, in Sons of Anarchy. Oh, yeah? A lot mm. of her songs are used. But yeah, she's pretty uh, talented. On that note, I don't know that I've ever watched a show with better music in my life it's than true. Sons of Anarchy. They really nailed the sound that they were looking. Yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. And they that. do a lot of covers, but they cover them in their sound. Yes, like it's a lot of. Slide guitar, a lot of. If you ever watch the show, that's the bang thing, on. That's the funny bang thing on. Is I, I get that. I, yeah. I I know where you're going. I like yeah. it. They're bikers, right? They right. got to have menacing, slow, creepy music, mm. right? right? Yeah. Roll and roll and roll. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How exactly. funny would it be if that was in one of those episodes? Uh, Chuck Palumbo's music sound like when he. Hey, did can the I be a diva on a completely unrelated note huh? and? This has nothing to do with anything, but is it possible we throw the Flames game up on? Uh, if we get it, go. sure, we can try. I, I probably should have asked you. We probably we don't because there's curling everywhere. Oh, look at that! There you there go. go. Are we losing? I'm going to Calgary on Saturday. Oh, I guess we can talk about that after when it's my turn. Sorry. The hell, are you going to Calgary for? Oh, that's very gross. Excited. Uh, anything else you need to talk about? Uh, no, that was it. I uh, sing the praises of that show. It was mm. uh, phenomenal. Great little romp, and like I said, I came out of it like needing a fix. Uh, and I guess they're making a spinoff or a prequel, so... Supposedly. Supposedly. You may or may not be featuring Brad Pitt, which I, I don't really? know if I'm on board with that yet, but... Yeah, that one I've heard nothing about except for what you told me, whereas yeah. I was doing some reading, and it looks like the the prequel thing is, is a little more concrete. Okay. And it's going to be called, from what I heard, First Nine, which is... Which the, makes sense. Yeah, the first, mm. the first Sons of Anarchy. Interesting. Is it made by the same... Director, creator. I didn't. I didn't look that much into it, but God, I hope so. It should be. Yeah, he's did, great because he did very well. At and that. the creator of that show is also an actor in that show. Yes, and he would very much be a character that should be involved in mm-hmm. that prequel. Is it on Psycho. Netflix? Um, American Netflix. Oh, it's not Canadian. Netflix. No. Okay. No. You can get it on um, one of those other streaming things that I don't remember. Name Crave, maybe. Maybe it's on Crave TV. Hulu. Hulu, I don't think Hulu's up. There. Show me, you can't show me Hulu in Canada, can you? Yeah, I don't think so. I think Show Me is one of the ones that it's on too, because I feel like when those Show Me ads were it's running, up there. Yeah. it was yeah, Sons of Anarchy, Show Me, well, I'm bikers, sure Show Me I... Brotherhood. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If I wanted to find it bad enough, I'm sure. That... Uh, Boris, uh, what's new with you? Why are you going to Calgary? Uh, one of the gifts my wife gave me for Christmas was tickets to the Calgary Flames and the Ottawa Senators. What a horrible on Christmas. <laughs> Saturday night it's in negative Calgary. negative value. <laughs> yeah. And I've been told a miniaturely small shopping spree at the Flame store is included, in oh. one, which is good because wow. it's very hard for me to shop here because everything's blue. Tough to find uh, toilet paper up here, eh? 
I ignore the jibes <laughs> of the ignorant and I continue on. <laughs> but yeah, it's very excited about that. That's I, cool. I haven't been to a game in two years in Calgary, and before that, it was like five years. So I don't get a chance. To go to wow. Calgary. Okay. So I'm excited. Good. Uh, what else have you done in the last week or a few weeks since we saw you last? Cheap plug, first and foremost, the uh, new episode of the Big Bad Boar Show is now on SoundCloud and at my website, bbboris.com, featuring What About Ivan telling the most insane <laughs> roofie story of all time. Very Good strange. Lord. Like, I heard that on a, in, in the car on a trip to Calgary, and uh-huh. I'm like, when we do the podcast next, you have to tell that story, because it's... Yes. It's pretty wild stuff. I spoke to him on Saturday night and complimented him on that story, because it was very funny. Funny, but but you, you feel bad it's for kinda, him at the same time. We like, yeah, wow, yeah. that's weird. Um, what else? Last night, the Edmonton Combative Sports Commission mm, banquet was very held. Fancy, hey? Um, the basically we call it the commission. Basically, the, the commission uh, they regulate boxing, mixed martial arts, and pro wrestling here in town. Um, I think it's complete. If I can get on my soapbox, I get it's complete horseshit for them to regulate wrestling because they don't do anything. They just take our money. Sure. Yep. For yep. promoters license. Like they do, they have physicals for boxers and physicals for MMA guys and all that kind of stuff, but they just take our money. And, mm. you know, they used to have a guy who would come to the show just to make sure all the rules are being followed because there's certain things that we're supposed to not be able to do. Uh, PWM, to my knowledge, only ever fined one time, and it was years ago. I guess two guys were fighting in the crowd, and one of the wrestlers took one of the guy's beers and had a sip of it, which How apparently was a no no. Dare he? So we got fined for that. But, uh, <laughs> Every year they have a banquet with their award winners for, you know, Boxer of the Year and all that stuff. And Mm -hmm. the Edmonton Professional Wrestler of the Year was none other than our friend, the commissioner, Mr. Andy Anderson. So I was there. Stat Pod Guest of the Year so far. It's true. (laughs) It's true. Uh, So he asked me to go uh, be a part of that with him, and it was good. Yeah, you guys are all snazzed up, looking fancy. We were all snazzed up. There was a buffet. We had some, some chicken and some beef and some... Vegetarian lasagna. Nice. Yeah, we all dressed up nice. And what is vegetarian lasagna like? Uh, it, it was actually really good. Yeah, it, it was quite good, good actually. <laughs> um, it's cream sauce, not tomato sauce. Okay. And no meat. Tomatoes, not meat. And <laughs> and yeah, it was quite good. In fact, it's a vegetable. Yeah, it belongs on a vegeta- vegetarian lasagna. Weird. He does have a point there, actually. But yeah, um, other than that, not much else really going on. Okay. Whereas cream comes from a cow. That's you shouldn't be using that. Meat. Yeah. I'm just saying just all vegetarians <laughs> just blew are my mind right there. <laughs> Hypocrites. All I know is wrong. Um, what have I done? I uh also finished uh making a murder in the past okay. week. Yeah. I've been show. just constantly a show behind you. Yep. Like we're both usually watching it at the same time, but I'm at the beginning and you're at the end. Matter of time before you start watching that 70s show. I'm not going to watch That's what I'm that. watching right now. I'm not, uh, I don't binge watch uh, comedies, really. Mm. So I'll like throw those on when I'm going to bed. But whenever I come home from work or something and want to like watch 10 hours of Netflix, yes. it's always an hour long drama of some sort. Uh, we that played... 70s show never really appealed to me. You were too old, probably. That's what the. Probably it actually feels. appeals to me significantly. <laughs> so Scotty's not here, so you got to make me old. Somebody's got to, right? In fairness, it actually appeals to me significantly less watching what I've watched with you than when I remembered watching it when I was a kid. Like, now I'm watching it and being like, this isn't as funny as I remember it. It's still pretty good. Um, but I remember being like, busted got laugh out loud every episode when I was growing up. And now it's just like, oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> I didn't watch it when I was growing up either. I think I was just young enough for it to over my head. Right. But. I was alive in the 70s. 
So yeah, you. That's why it's not interesting. You lived that. You've been life. there. That was every you. Day, every day was that funny. You were eighteen in the late seventies. No, <laughs> no, I was not eighteen in the. I was four in the okay. late seventies. Well, that's fair, I guess. No, many memories from that time for you then. No. Uh, we played a whole bunch of Rocket League. Oh That yes. came out last week. Rocket League's out for the Xbox. Is it fun? It oh, is yeah. a lot of fun. Like mind-numbingly fun. It's like what. Soccer with cars yeah. is yes. basically the way that uh, that is the best way to describe art. Rocket Explain jet it to me. powered cars that you can jump and hit the ball and flip and backwards bicycle kick and it's fun. It's it's a it's a no nonsense straightforward game yep. that you just you start playing it and then it's four hours later and you're like holy Have you shit. Played? Oh frick! My son has it on his Xbox One. It's like you're like a fucking narwhal and you gotta like float around and stab the other narwhal with your little horn. Star Wall or some shit it's oh. called. I think it's like one of those free games. I have no it's idea. It's really stupid, but it's really fun. And it's free, so you can't I think go it, wrong. Well, I don't know if it was free or it was like two bucks or whatever. Fun, can I tell you a quick funny uh, video game story? Star Wall because... is, is the game, actually. Yeah. yeah. Star Wall. Um, so we went out today, uh, my wife and I and the little one, mm-hmm. uh, for lunch. and just. Oh, speaking out. of which, you had an anniversary last weekend. Yes, Happy yes, anniversary. we did. Seven, Happy anniversary, Boris. Seven yes. years of wedded bliss. Anyway. We come home. The old, the oldest son was home and didn't want to come out because he's like a teenager now and he's all antisocial and shit. That never changes. He's so like that come, forever now. We come home and we had done some shopping, so we sent the kids out to bring the stuff in. And the oldest son had brought his Xbox One down from his room into the living room, and he was playing Far Cry. I think it was yep. a game that he just downloaded. New that game. His, yep. game. His mom bought him yesterday. Sure. Mm-hmm. He has it on pause. So I pick up the controller and I have a bow and arrow. And I'm standing in a field, and I'm like, okay, cool. So I see this wolf standing in front of me. Yep. So I shoot this wolf with like 20 bows, mm-hmm. and he comes in. And I'm like, hey, I killed a wolf for you. And he's like, that's my wolf. You killed my wolf. You're lucky that I have this potion where I can resurrect him. He was so mad. I'm like, I don't know. I saw a wolf, so I shot it. <laughs> he, he probably tamed it or something. And yeah. It was his own. Yeah. That's funny. You're a horrible father. I, I thought it was the funniest shit ever. <laughs> the only way it would have been Think funnier you're is, is if he wasn't able to resurrect it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's, okay. I don't know. You guys are gamers, so I thought. Uh, you yeah, no, it it's funny. A, it's a I'm not sad, a Far Cry guy, though. It's a that's, sad story. That's, I don't uh, know anything about it. Too much for but me. But Star Wall. Star. I'm, I might have to check that that's out. Your now. Jam. No, Star it's, Wall, your it's jam, stupidly. Boris? It's my jam for about 20 minutes, mm. and then you know I find a new jam, like NBA Jam uh, or MLB 2K6. Still rocking the 2K6. It's eh? funny. I noticed the Blue Jays have the 30th anniversary patch on the jerseys in that oh, game. Oh, right. And now they have the 40th anniversary <laughs> patches this year. I'm like, I need to get they, a, uh, they I also added in the, the bat flip into the this year's game, the MLB The Show. Nice. They announced today that the bat flip. Oh, oh specifically Jose. Batista's? Yes. Yeah. Yes, which is nice. Um, I Nothing else. Have you seen Deadpool yet? No, but I hear it's quite good. Me too. And we got to go see that at some point. I was yeah. supposed to go actually with Andy to see it uh, last Friday, but I went to see Classified with oh. the PWA original and some other friends. How was that? It was a lot of fun. Are you a Classified fan? I am, or did you? Actually. Okay. I got turned on to him. I'm not like a big hip hop guy, but there's little bits and pieces that I sure. like. And Mark, he turned me on to him with the last album. And yeah. Quite good. He likes the weed, though, mm. so everybody else brings the weed, and they all smoke the weed, and the whole Union Hall smelled like the pot. Yeah. The dope. I'm sure that's not the first time the Union Hall has smelled like the I pot. don't think I've ever I been be there su- before. I wouldn't because... be surprised if Union Hall just never didn't smell like that. <laughs> it's probably so ingrained in the, like, drywall. Uh, what was your impressions of Union Hall? I don't know if I've ever, I've ever been there before because I'm 40, mm. but, uh, I mean, it seemed like an okay place, but, like, I think, I, was, music I, think venue. I was, like, the oldest dude there. 
it used to be one hell of a. It was just nightclub. a nightclub. Yeah, it was Thunderdome a nightclub before it was Union Hall. Or are you guys too young to remember that? Uh, well, yeah, it was Union time. Hall since I've been 18. Me too. I think it was obviously called Thunderdome before that. But I think you're right. I think I remember somebody telling me that at some point. Like, maybe my dad or something. But <laughs> You're a fucking true. asshole. That wasn't even... I didn't you're even try f- to do that one. That was just a... I would, I'm going to hang out with your dad. Next time you go visit your dad, sure. I'm going to be that's, there. You, that's fine. We're going to crack beers. You, you and like him would get along great. You yeah. 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 Maybe not to the same extent as you and I, but... Nobody watches the same extent as me. He gets it. Um, okay, let's uh, let's talk about some news. Thank you. And now, Spanish announced table news. Super slow week. This Super week, as far slow. as goes, uh, as far as we got anyway, but. Uh, Brandon, you can start, and then I think Boris says a few things. As well. Yeah, I think it was slow. That or I just didn't dig hard enough. But I had a look today too, and I didn't see much. So uh, we'll start with Roman Reigns' uh, quote unquote 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 injury. Hmm. Uh, a lot of confusion as to the legitimacy of this injury, uh, just because uh, obviously there's that video circulating of him, Roman taking a some sort of object from Byron when he was getting his head slammed against the announce table. And uh, going up to his face and then dumping the thing under the announce table cover. Yep. And then so a lot of people thought this whole thing was a work. He went in for surgery. Now it's a lot of speculation that he actually went in for surgery for a pre-existing injury. And that this was just a way of writing him off TV. Like he always needed this surgery, but they needed a... Yeah, I mean, it ties very well into mm. the feud. So that seems to be what they've done. Uh, no timetable left for his... Uh, return but they don't seem too uh, stressed out about it so I assume it will be sooner rather than later yeah, I mean he'll probably be on Raw next week maybe sporting the mask uh, yeah. yeah wouldn't wrestle obviously but right. I think it would be dumb to not have him on there showing that injury right uh, like you say with the mask and stuff so uh, and the only other thing I got Daniel Bryan is being advertised for an April 19th Smackdown TV taping in London UK mm-hmm. uh, they didn't say what kind of role he was going to be in uh, but it'll be cool for the UK to kind of get to say their goodbye to him as sure. we did. Yeah. We being Canada and the United States. <laughs> um, the other thing is that Shane McMahon is apparently scheduled for a couple dates later on. And uh, specifically, there's this image floating around, which I can't trust images anymore because people are too good at Photoshopping stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Monday, May 23rd edition of Raw from... The Baltimore is scheduled as WWE Monday Night Raw versus WWE. That's weird because they have to start it with WWE and then they also say versus WWE. Yeah. WWE presents Should Raw have just versus been WWE. WWE versus Monday Night Raw. Right. Like that would have been an easy way to do it. But, um, maybe that's just them trolling us. I mean, I like I say, I can't trust. And who like anymore, who did who is this? The WWE posting this? Yeah, it's it looks like it's a somebody tweeted it to us. Uh, it was Ticketmaster thing or something. Art Art Middleton okay. tweeted it at us, and yeah, it's a Ticketmaster link for buying tickets for that date. Hmm. So hmm. interesting. Yeah, that's um, uh, all the interesting stuff that I really saw. Okay, Boris. We'll talk about that a little bit later. No, stole your thunder. Good. Good. Okay. Um, apparently, WWE has sold just under 70,000 tickets so far for Wrestling Mania 32. That's so not enough tickets. It's not enough tickets. They need to sell more tickets. That's only, what, 10,000 away from what they're trying to do? Isn't it 80,000? No, they want 100. 
Oh, right. 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 So another thing. If they keep giving us more bullshit like this, then... Oh. <laughs> some of those Starts tickets... already. Some of those tickets might be uh, <laughs> returned. Uh, new details on the WWE's <laughs> no Canada return a ticket. <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> I might. If I had one. Uh, Canada exclusive DVD set. Our nation's pride. Yes. Best of Canadian superstars. Two disc DVD set. Canada exclusive. Coming out on May the 24th. You can fit all our pride on two discs. Yep. That's right. Speaking of which, I counted my wrestling DVDs the other day. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait. No, wait, wait, wait. Let me give you the caveat. Every multiple disc set was counted as one. So if it's including, three disc set, it's one DVD. Including WrestleMania box set, SummerSlam box set. Okay. All that right. stuff, all Number counted ones. as one. Price is right rules. Closest, Closest to without, without going, going over. over. All right. I'm going to say... How, wait, how long have you been collecting? Uh, this God. this matters. It's crucial information. Probably since '97, maybe. Okay, I don't. Okay. Know. I, I don't I'm going to say 375. Brandon Lynch, one. Warren Diesel Barris wins. <laughs> Is it, it was I like close? Was, 450, 500, 6, 700. 785. <laughs> That's a lot. How long did it take you to account that? Not long. No? Anyway. It's a lot of DVDs. That's just something I thought was kind of funny. Good, Good for you. Uh, Saturday, ROH TV taping the day after the pay-per-view Friday in Vegas. Uh, Young Bucks versus Tanahashi, Michael Elgin, Kenny Omega versus ACH, Adam Cole versus Kushida, Red Dragon versus Okada and Gato, uh, All in Express or War Machine, whoever wins at the pay-per-view, uh, gets Rapongi Vice, Silas Young versus Dalton Castle in a fight without honor, and Jay Lethal versus oh, Goto. Oh, oh, oh. Without honor. Without honor, my friend. That's Ring when, of no honor. That's right. It's more like. That's like a non-sanctioned match. That's their equivalent. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. when shit goes down. Apparently no Nakamura is going to be getting paid a rather healthy uh, salary from WWE. Uh, apparently he might be the first NXT superstar to get main event level money. Ooh. Mm, that's probably news I could have had. <laughs> and uh, he'll have a significant run in NXT before he moves up to the main roster. March twelfth, Road to or March to WrestleMania show in Toronto, that network right. special. Yeah. Apparently there's gonna be some NXT talent on there, including Dash and Dawson, Enzo and Cass, Sami Zayn. Matches announced so far, Rowan Reigns versus Sheamus, Brock Lesnar versus Luke Harper. Interesting. Uh very interesting. AJ Styles will be in action. Uh Chris Jericho highlight reel with a new day. Also scheduled the Usos, Usos, Miz, Brie Bella, Page, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Davey Richards underwent reconstructive surgery last week from a torn ACL. He will be back in mid-August. Between mid-August and November. Okay. That's a pretty that's, wide... That's a long time. <laughs> a pretty wide uh, <laughs> uh, time frame to return. Uh, RVD has been signed to work the House of Hardcore event April 16th at the old ECW Arena. Good for him. TNA will Getting return work. to Universal Studios in Florida for TV tapings on March 12th through March 15th. Does anybody wow. watch TNA? Good for stuff? them. I, I don't even say. watch TNA. 785 yeah, DVDs, and I don't even watch TNA. It's bad. Uh, next week's episode of NXT will feature Finn Balor versus Neville and two to three falls in a contender match. Samoa Joe versus Sami Zayn. Plus, a new signing will appear next week. Oh, right. I feel like the two out of three falls match is the following week. Uh, you may be right. Yeah. I Because we just watched the current NXT today, <laughs> and William Regal said in two weeks. Okay, because yep. I haven't watched this week's NXT yet. So. Right. You may be right. So he said in two weeks. I think the other two things you said were both for next week. Fair yes. enough? Yeah. 
Uh, That's got to be uh, Shinsuke, right? Is that? No. Okay. Shinsuke will be, of the way I understand oh. it, is making his debut at the TakeOver show WrestleMania weekend. Austin Aries yes. then? Yeah, okay. That makes a lot more sense, I guess. Uh, Han Solo dies in Star Wars, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're giving spoilers. What the hell? Uh, ROH pay-per-view Friday night starting at 9 p.m. Eastern. Goto versus Dalton Castle. Adam Page versus BJ Whitmer. Alex Shelley versus Christopher Daniels. Tanahashi and Elgin versus Marco J. Briscoe. Okada versus Moose, uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus ACH, Matt Seidel, and Kushida, which will be awesome. Uh, Ishii versus Roderick Strong versus Bobby Fish, which will be awesome. War Machine versus All Night Express. And Jay Lethal versus Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole, which will also be good. Plus the uh, Evolve WrestleMania weekend uh, cards are starting to take shape. Uh, Evolve 58, <laughs> April 1st, 4 p.m. Zack Sabre Jr. versus Will Ospreay. These two tore it down at the PWG Battle of Los Angeles. So good. I can't wait to see that again. Okay. Uh, Fat Chris here on Tommy Ann versus Drew Gulak <laughs> and Tracy Williams. And then of all 59, the next day at noon, we'll see Ricochet versus Will Ospreay, uh, Zach Sabre Jr. versus Matt Riddle, uh, Johnny Gargano, Drew Galloway versus Drew Gulak, Tracy Williams, etc., etc., etc. And that is the news. Sounds and, like you had a lot of indie news on there. Yes. So maybe it's it's it is coming 2.0. I'm looking. We're looking at the uh, first week of March. We're thinking maybe like a monthly kind of thing. Okay. So first week of March, maybe we will uh, look at the episode two of the indie cast, and maybe we'll kind of delve deeper a little bit into what's going on WrestleMania weekend. Plus, that ROH pay per view will have happened, and always lots to talk about. Good. Good. Some stuff to talk about. And best uh, wishes to Michael Richard Blaze. Yeah, has an ACL injury, going to be out for about three or four months. So former Satpod non WWE Wrestler of the Year. Yes. So prestigious awards. Yes. Um, that yeah, that's unfortunate. Sucks it is, but I know injured. he'll be back and he'll be better than ever. Of course, There's no ain't no stopping him now. Nice, Shelton Benjamin. Gold standard. Yeah. Good. Uh, Scotty's here, so we're going to take a break really quickly, and then uh, we'll come back and we'll do. Uh, we got to talk about fast lane. Is what we'll talk about first. Welcome to intermission. Yeah, intermission. So we've refound Scotty. What up? Found you, him for the very first time. You've you've showed up finally. Indeed, I was good enough to uh, to make a quick phone call at least. That's true. Yeah, because we weren't you you texted me at about six forty five and said that uh, you were just waiting at Chili's. Well, so I was assuming my main course would have come by then. When I when I called, I was like, okay, first we're, of all, we are making a fucking phone call. What, what did you order? What's, I what's... had a California rice bowl. It smells oniony when you walk. Yeah, in. I could, very I a very whistle. oniony beans and guacamole. That's good. You're gonna be stinking up the place. Yeah, I'll be stinking up the joint. Um, but fuck chilies, man. Okay. Like we had one server. <laughs> we're sitting in the fucking lounge. It's me, my mom, my dad, and yeah. just like like party of three. This should be pretty quick. And, like, it wasn't super busy in what, there. What, you might say a table for three? A table for three, you might even say. Watch that on the network for nine ninety nine. <laughs> but, like, holy fucking shit, Chili's. Like, and then we got the wrong bill. Like, our bill should have costed us approximately 
70 75 dollars yep. our bill was 50 dollars and it was no items that we ordered so you should have just said did you, shut the fuck up pay the 50 did you bucks. Pay no, that's it? What we, yeah that's Good. What we did. my mom was like 55 bucks guys just go just start like, the my, car. Dad, my, my dad's like do you want me to walk it up my trip mom was like no nope. just leave it just, we nope. paid the Let's correct go. amount with a, a, a moderately nice tip yep. considering the service Let's get the fuck out of well, here. It's their own fault. And then we get in the car and we're like, "What? What's up?" Like Trina, and I was like, "Mom, we didn't have to rush that bad." Like I understand, like we, I got somewhere to be. <laughs> oh yeah, she was like, "Get in the car, get in the car," and go, then she's like, "Go." We saved like thirty bucks. <laughs> Beers well, for that's everyone. A good thing, I hey guess. Scotty, can I borrow thirty bucks? Oh, uh, you could if you really needed to. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You got a kid field trip you need money for? No. <laughs> I don't have a kid field yeah, trip. Yeah, n- now you can make fun of him for being old, because I had to do it when you weren't here. Oh, I no. feel bad no. when I do that. It makes me feel <laughs> he bad. He said I was 18 years old in the late 70s. <laughs> I, I could see it. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, Scotty, what's new with you? Let's uh, catch not up a lot. I've been uh, living by myself for two weeks. Oh, Where's the, the s- lady? She is in the United States of America. That's right. I saw a tweet from her. Her. She Doing was watching what? them. Uh, her grandparents live in Arizona. For Trump. So she went to see her grandparents for about uh, a week, and then she went to uh, Washington for MAGFest, which is a uh, music and gaming festival. It's just a lot of bands and uh, arcade machines. Uh, she watched the pay-per-view there with a bunch of people at a hotel party, so that was kind of cool. That's a picture I saw. Yeah. 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 And uh, then she's uh, looking to buy a new car, I think, this week. What have you been eating while she's been gone? Uh, I've been eating a Take lot out? of no, a lot of stuff. Actually, surprisingly, no. I had, I had I had cat food. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going ham Whiskers. on the cat food. Uh, I had kitty two days of my two weeks so far. Um, now, actually, a lot of just stuff I can make in the oven, like stuff from M M&M and M meats. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm I'm eating okay. I'm eat, uh, like, throw. A, uh, when does she come back? Saturday. I forgot. I feel like I should like check up on you. <laughs> I um, swear by M M&M and M meats. Oh, so do I. Some, when, they do it, some really good stuff. When you say you had KD two nights, is that one box lasted you two nights or two boxes? <laughs> That's two boxes. Okay, good. And two two. I wasn't evenings. sure if it was just me that eats a whole box oh, no, or if it's yeah, whole box. status quo. You know what the worst thing is when I make KD or she makes yeah. KD and then. Can of tuna we in have there? to have that's two. Really? I like tuna. That's, I'm all about the tuna. Oh yeah, throw a can of tuna in there. But like, and then I want to have a seconds like. Because I like it after it's cooled down in the pot a little bit, right? It's a little harder noodles. But when there's two people eating, like, there's no seconds generally. Now, how do you make your KD? Because this is a bone of contention. <laughs> oh, I use milk. Do you use milk? Yeah, yeah fuck, you got to use milk. There's only one right way to make KD, and yeah. it's with milk. Really? I had to do it with water because we went without milk oh, for yeah. about the like, first two months of oh, living in I our don't apartment. put milk in my KD. Yeah. Oh, really? It's, it'll change your life. Tablespoon of butter? Ooh, good, yeah. Good that's go. what my mom that's did it? growing up. Yeah. That's all? We're fucking, no, we're no, fucking back of the box. You, wait, how do you mix the, the powder in then if there's no liquid in there? With the butter. Yeah, the butter. You just kind of yeah. like swirl it really? up into a cream. Oh, yeah. It's not bad, actually. Trust me. It seems too thick. When my wife makes it for the kids, they're like, that's not how dad makes it. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how dad makes it. <laughs> With kids, it's nice. always the one you had first. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because even if the one you have second yep. is better, you'll still be like, this is nope, different. This I don't is, like it. I don't like change. I originally had this shit. What else is new, Scotty? Uh, Street Fighter Five came out. Yes. You're mad at Mad Cats, right? I got my stick yesterday, and it doesn't work. And then I've got a defective joystick, so I got to send that motherfucker back <laughs> to the you States. Have a defective joystick. <laughs> the you know it. Penis joke we made in this. Rock them up, rack up yeah. the penis counter. Yep. Uh, how'd news Click. go, everyone? Uh, good. You you had a couple things. Oh, yeah, Joey I'll, Ryan got married. Joey Ryan got engaged <laughs> in the um, ring, mid match to Lauren James. It was actually really. They've cool. been dating for about a year and a half, two years, I think. Yeah. Really cool moment just to see because they were doing like a very fun spot match match of her doing like the penis flip and like uh-huh. shit like that. Or I think it's called the U Porn Plex now. 
Sure. Because Joey Ryan's sponsored. Why not? But yeah, that, <laughs> and then my other news story was Lucha Underground apparently doesn't have money for season four yet, but has money for season three. Well, you start selling season three, you get a couple bucks from yeah. the advertising. Then you I've been watching season, season two. Like, I'm all caught up now, and it's really good. I saw today that they just uploaded uh, episode one of season two under their YouTube. So. Oh, really? Now they're putting it up on YouTube. I think That's so. good in terms of just more public, and you don't have to go through nefarious means to find it. Granted, it may be geo-blocked and only available in the States. Motherfuckers. So I didn't actually verify that, but I saw that they tweeted that today, so hmm. hopefully it's available. Uh, and then other random piece of news. I'm going to be on the Suplex City Limits podcast yeah. uh, the week before WrestleMania. And I looked them up because I had never really listened to them. I knew they were friends of New Blood and, mm-hmm. you know, they were in that little circle that we run with in terms of, like, try to promote and support each other. And yeah, they're they like the, mo- the Follow Fridays. Yeah, they're yeah. a vulgar fucking podcast. Good. Like, they put us to shame in terms of, like, the things we say. Tremendous. Good. So that'll be exciting. That's good for you. Speaking of New Blood, they think that the episode where I controlled the sound effects as the greatest episode of I don't Sad think Pod they ever. all think that. And I think just Jason I thinks that. I disagree vehemently. <laughs> I saw them tweeting about that yeah, and said, I, listen, and I haven't had a chance to listen to that episode yet, well, so they, I didn't know what they were. It's just a quick blurb. It is a good episode. Okay, Warren, you know the classic... Wah, no, their wah, episode, wah, not wah. our episode. Like sound effect? Sure. They're yeah. just doing it on a sound, like a little sound effect app on their phone. Hmm. And just like they use one sound effect the whole show. It was hilarious. Like imagine if Brando was just like, guys, I got this one sound effect. We got to work in it as much as we yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just roll with that for every punchline. Rudy, Tootie, Booty. But we are the real sound effects masters. We just don't use them. But for how much longer is the real question? Because we're going to have to be in a new venue as of next week. This is our last ever podcast in this room, boys. Oh, an old Sapod Studio, or yeah. not? I guess Sapod Studios Two. Two, technically. Yeah. This is well, Sapod Studio One. Interesting. That'll be fun to figure out what we're going to do yep. next week. we got some things changing around the workplace. Obviously, I've said it before we record. Oh, my God. Are the, you going to uh, put me and Brando in a room together, and then you'll sit in a different room? I don't know. I don't even know where we're going to be doing it yet. I haven't. Uh, I feel like you yet. need to be in a room with Warren. <laughs> but I look to you all the time for uh, for approval. No, you and don't. Applause. No. Yeah, I always look to the left. I start talking, and then you look at the ceiling and start talking <laughs> right after me. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, that, it won't change the quality because we'll still be recording somewhere in this radio station. It just won't be in this specific studio that we've mm-hmm. used for two years. It's the end of an era. A lot memories of memories behind. here. End well, of an era. Kind of, there's a funk that don't really go away anymore, so we'll get a fresh studio. Yeah, that's true, which we will then funk up. We'll refunk yeah, we'll that funk one. the shit out of it. I'm the funker, goddammit. Funk you. That's uh, Price is Right. Yeah, that's what they used all new blood on their last pod. <laughs> oh, it's a woo oh, in and there. Oh, yeah, they yeah. added the woo that's in there. That's good. That's nice. All right. Uh, that's, so that's the only one. I promise. That's it. I'm done. Uh, anything else you want to talk about, Scotty? Oh, your news. You didn't do your news. Oh, you did. Yeah, I did. did. They were were quick hitters. The best part is that he gave her the small package defender after he proposed to her. Yeah. Business. It's like such a heel heel little move. I love it. It was good. And Joey Ryan made his debut last week on Lucha Underground. Sporting a nice little mustache. He's always got that mustache. Him with the mustache. He looks good. Good old Joey. What do Joey Ryan and I have in common? A mustache. You're both named to, you're both involved with ladies named Lauren. No. I don't know what your wife's name is. Oh, it's Chantel. I did know that. You have both been engaged at one point in your life. No, we both proposed to our wives in a wrestling wrestling. ring. Oh, in the ring you proposed. Wow. You might have to tell the story now. It's not really that good of a story. Well, you're going to tell it anyway. We're telling it anyways. 
back when PWA had like a training building. Yeah. Uh, Performance center. Uh, <laughs> Performance well, center. <laughs> Show some respect. There's a ring on 118th I, Avenue. I, 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 I use the word performance very loosely. <laughs> but uh, this is going to be really sappy and, and really yep, That's lame. good. But my you, wife had a dream that I proposed to her at a PWA show in the ring. Oh, So nice. I took her to the Performance Center. It was all empty. There was nothing going on there. And I took her in the ring, and I said I wanted to make her dreams come true. Aww. Did you tear up? Told her I didn't have any money. I said I don't have a wedding ring for you. This is the only ring that I have. And I got down on one knee, and I proposed, and she said yes. Did you put the ring on her finger? There was no ring there. The only wrestling. ring I had the was wrestling, the wrestling, the wrestling ring. ring. You should have picked uh, up the wrestling entire ring wrestling ring. And then I hit her with a double arm DDT. No. <laughs> <laughs> she said yes, and seven years later, it was the best decision I ever made. Then she said. And then no, I put her in the will. camel clutch until she agreed. She said no. At least you're in a combat-based yeah, area. Yeah, I would give her the figure could've... four around the ring post. Yeah. That's good. But no, that's my story. Don't hit women. It's nice. No, no, don't hit women. <laughs> that's nice. Thanks, man. Was anybody around watching it? Like, no. were you? Were you? There was like a big crowd pop. Yeah. Just a ah! sheik. It was just a sheik popping in the background. Ah, yes! The yes! 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 <laughs> she said yes. Yes. <laughs> By God. Horse <laughs> dreams come true. Well done, sir. Well Thank done. You. Thank you. Okay, uh, we're good. We're good now. We can move on to the fast the lane. Fast lanes. Life in the fast lane. Oh, before we get started, I am loving fucking this theme to WrestleMania this year. I don't like Florida at all, but that My House song, I can't get enough of it. That's can't great. even think of it yet. I haven't heard it enough. It oh, really it's because we always it. skip it when it comes on. Yeah, I can't think of it either. I'm sure it'll get embedded at some point. In well, they're the gonna they're gonna run it over. There's all where the my promos. shopping spree is gonna be. Well, the old fanatic. There's a Calgary sports memorabilia thing on TV right now. Jerry Hoodler. Jerry Hoodler. Show some fucking respect over Jiri. there. Jerry. Jiri. Jiri Hoodler. That's what the boys Hoodler. call him. Yo, Brown Strowman. <laughs> Brown Strowman. Oh, that's good shit. Uh, fast lane happened on the weekend. Fast lane did happen. <laughs> it was a thing. Uh, I would say you fa- and, fast lane happened. You and me went into that pay per view pretty uh, very low expectations. Very low, like, which is you know what we do that a lot, and I think that's just the way to go. Yeah, man, you yeah. gotta set the bar super low. Like you should just do that with life. Just go yeah. to life with low just expectations. Low. But I, <laughs> I certainly didn't come out of this pay per view being like this blew away my low expectations. <laughs> it was like oh, this comfortably met my low expectations. Yeah, that's okay, <laughs> with me, I was like it was better than I thought it was gonna be. Like when I woke up on Sunday, I was like. Oh, fucking fast lanes today. Mm. And it was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I, I guess so. Uh, so we'll that start being the... said, it wasn't anything special. Yeah. We'll start with the pre-show. Uh, Kalisto, Alberto Del Rio. Kalisto wins that. Uh, it's the best two out of three. Kalisto wins two to one to retain the WWE United States Championship. Uh, first fall was a DQ on Del Rio when he hit him with a chair. Good psychology. I yep. love that heel move there. Yep. Uh, Del Rio won the second fall with his double foot stomp. Thing mm-hmm. and uh, then Kalisto won the third fall by bouncing Del Rio's head off the corner and then rolling him up. Yeah, I did not watch this match, so I did not watch this match as well. I watched it, it was all right. It should have been on the main card considering some of the other matches that were on there. Like, I feel like it didn't need to be on the pre show. That being said, it was a pretty good match. Uh, Del Rio did a good part. Uh, that third finish was kind of a sloppy roll up. Okay, we all picked Kalisto in that one, so mm-hmm. it's good. Correctly. Mm-hmm. 
next up, Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks versus Team Bad. They get to open the show for the Divas. Which was an interesting choice. Yeah. The, when you see it happen, you're like, oh. I thought okay. this was 100% going to be uh, either Owen's match or AJ's mm. match. So I was uh, real surprised to see the ladies come out. Becky Lynch got the disarmor on. Banks got the bank statement on. There's a tap out. No fireworks afterwards between Banks and no. And Lynch. Which we kind of thought would happen. Yeah. But that was kind of the theme of the night. A lot of stuff that we thought would happen didn't end up happening. Yeah. So, uh, we all picked uh, Becky Lynch and Banks on that. So we're two for two. There you go. Uh, next up, we had Kevin Owens versus Dolph Ziggler in an IC title match. This, wrestling-wise, might have been the match of the night. It was very good. It was up there. Uh, um, if it wasn't for the fact that I had seen these two guys wrestle 800 <clears throat> times now. It that's, might have been better. That's but. the only the downfall is like I thought their pay per view match was really good, but then you compare it to like some of the raw matches they've had on the previous weeks leading up to it, and you're like, I think I might have liked one of those raw matches a little more. And that's the thing you 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 set yourself up to have to do that much more to impress people when you're wrestling the guy that you're wrestling at the pay per view every week for three four weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, well, we've seen this match, so. What can you bring that's new that will make me care about it? And, and they, they tried. They did a couple things. Where I'm like, oh, okay. I think they're trying something new here. But it still wasn't. Like, I, I just hope that this is done, that it was just a holding thing for Owens yeah. until they probably go AJ is kind of what we're thinking, I mm. think. But uh, we all had Owens in that match. There you go. Three for three. Um, three for three, baby. Probably in the surprise of the night for me, Big Show, Kane, and Ryback beat Harper, Rowan, and Strowman when Ryback hits a... Kind of sloppy shell shock on Luke Harper, and we thought maybe Luke Harper uh, broke his was, arm. Yeah, <laughs> he, yeah, he seemed very unhappy. Dislocated the old elbow. Yeah, I, I thought he fucking dislocated his shoulder from the way that yeah. he lands right on it. But he was back on Monday. So. Uh, Scotty, did you listen to last week's podcast? I unfortunately did not, boys. We, um, you did oh, not. That's right. You did not you, pick <laughs> that match. So I was given uh, Big Show. The I jokingly face, said we're gonna give him Kane Ryback and Big Show. Yeah, because boy. Scotty is a big Ryback fan. Yeah, he no, still didn't win. Stop it. I'm a big. Um, I still didn't win. And you got that pick right. No. But that's, okay, so I'm four for four, boys. Brando and I picked the Wyatt family, so we are three for four. All right. Uh, Charlotte. Yeah, that's a, a really weird match because the Wyatt seem like they're kind of rock bottom now. But. In a way, I was kind of impressed with that match. Uh, maybe as a wrestling match, it was better than I thought, but yeah, I because you thought, thought it was a big man match and it was just going to suck a lot of ass, right? So for yeah. a big man match, they went out there and they didn't stink up the joint, so it was not bad in the eyes of the fans. Yep. Uh, but at the same time, I just have no idea. Like at this point, with Bray not obviously working Brock, and these guys losing to Ryback, Kaiten, and Big Show. It's like there's nothing interesting to do with the Wyatts right now. Which, I mean. Which is sad. Is it? He worked what, taker. What is, I mean, that in that case, yes. <laughs> yeah. But since then, I mean, he hasn't really done anything. So No, it's just, it's constantly. It is a waste of a talent. It, it's, it's constantly yeah. Bray looking like he's about to explode into something really good. And then never does. it not happening. Fuse, the, the, the flame never hits the fuse, mm-hmm. as they say. That's deep. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Charlotte defeats Bree. With the figure eight to retain her Divas Championship. This was a horrible, horrible match. Yep. Yeah, I didn't Horrendous. really care for this one. Uh, it's a good thing you picked Brie, eh, Scotty? Because <laughs> you would have won if you hadn't picked Brie Bell. Ah, fuck. That match. Damn it. So we all tied then? No, we'll get there. Okay. Uh, pretty terrible. Brie, it's just, and it was, this was a horrible match, and 90% of it was Brie's fault. Just not bumping properly, and I don't know. It there, was bad. Like, it looked really sloppy, and there were things where, like, you're like, all right, Brie, you're supposed to go, like, over your shoulder and roll here, and then she lands on her hip. 
They teased a near fall right at the end, and I was like covering my face, terrified. I was like, no, 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 no. But dang, they didn't do it. So. Uh, next. Uh, we had AJ defeating Chris Jericho uh, via submission. Not yeah. the best of their matches. Herky jerky, herky no. jerky. Yeah. I don't know if AJ's not used to the ring yet or the ropes or him and Jericho just don't click as well as we'd hope. But yeah, I like it wasn't bad. Yeah. It was just herky jerky and I wanted more. I've kind of thought that about all three of their yeah, matches where it's Absolutely. like it looks like they have something really cool in mind technically. And it's just like, oh, I kind of went this way and you kind of went that way. And then we figured it out, but we were a hitch behind. Yeah, Because yeah. on paper, those are like three match of the year candidates. And I agree. None of them were bad, but they weren't mm. what I was hoping they would be. My biggest takeaway from that match is that it seems that they're not pushing the Styles Clash as his finisher. Yeah, that, no. that I, I tweeted R.I.P. Styles Clash. I, it's, I think it's, it, it's too unsafe and WWE's worried. Well, people are stupid and don't know how to take it. That's mm. the thing. I bet what about like Roddy? I thought Roddy knew how to take it. He still got yeah, fucked well, up. You know. Uh, next. Uh, next, we got Axel defeating Truth in a out of nowhere filler. Uh, we got to kill the crowd. Did match. we skip over the whole New Day Edge Christian thing? Uh, that I was did. Weird. That but, confused the shit out of me. Like, yeah. Uh, I had heard uh, I there was rumors that Enzo and Cass were supposed to debut at this segment because they had been working like some dark matches and house show loops. Mm-hmm. But. No, like, and would, would them have debuting saved this segment for you guys? Well, they brought the uh, United Nations, whatever the fuck their name is. League of Nations. League of Nations. United Nations. United Nations. Came out, and they were in, like, the babyface spot yeah, it didn't coming out, but then they sense. were still heels, and then Edge and Christian aligned with New Day, who are also heels, so are we supposed to think that they're faces now? Yeah, and yeah but then they came back on Raw, and they were heels. Goddamn so. train wreck of yeah, a segment, which and sickens me, because <clears throat> I love Edge. I love Edge and Christian, and it's sad that they're... So doing this stuff. Bad. Like, I really felt like, because their first show debuted after Fastlane, right? Episode one? Yes. Yes. Like, was this just to promote their new show? Oh, guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. Which, which is great. I, I like the same first way two Big episodes. Show finished Raw last week ahead of the Stone Cold podcast. Yeah. They had a fucking thing. run there. Yeah. Um, that was a really good podcast. It too, was. Yeah. It was. Very I, totally. Like, for a guy that I'm not very attached to, Big Show, I've never looked at him in, in a more humanized mm. way than that. Mm. And, like, yeah, like, we, we give him a lot of shit for flipping all the time. And I don't think it's him that wants to flip. I think it's the company saying, like, we need you in different roles at time from time. Just shows how versatile Big Show is. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's willing to do whatever he wants. Yeah. Whatever they want, I should yeah, say. Yeah, well, a good company guy yep. in that sense. Yep. Last but not least, in fact, not least at all, this was a very good match. Uh, Reigns, Brock, and uh, Diener. Reigns wins that, pinning Dean Ambrose with a spear with Brock outside the ring. I love the finish. Yeah, me too. Like the finish of the match, like I going in, I was like, Reigns wins. I, I like the entire booking of this match. Yeah, I thought them it working really well. against with each other against Brock. Brock gets back up. Okay, we go back to that, and then once they take him down again, then we fight. Right. right? Yeah, like I love that because it kept yeah. them like the angle of them being friends going and them being in the shield. Like when they do the the power bomb spot, which Dean's standing on the side of just like here, I'll push uh, Lesnar's chest yeah. down. Yep. That was a callback to Shield. Yeah. So. Oh, I get the callback yeah. to Shield. It was just funny of like. Hey, you know Dean's really doing nothing right now when he pushes them. Yeah, but no, I really enjoyed this match. Uh, my only gripe with the finish was the chair shots. Um, so it took three, no, it took four to send Lesnar from the ring. Mm. He gave three to Reigns, but Reigns pops right back up and spears him. Yeah, he's Roman kind of, fucking Reigns. Show some it's goddamn Brock respect. fucking Lesnar. He ended the streak. 
Yeah, I, I can get where you're going. You have know what I mean? Like, what have don't... you done for me lately? Other than the fact Roman Reigns wears body armor. Like, if they would have explained <laughs> it that way and been like, well, he's wearing body armor, he's that's why. Kev- you could shoot this motherfucker. I probably would have bought it, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I can see how that could bug you. In it, terms but of, it, like, it was great. I had no problem with it. It I was just, that's me nitpicking. Of, oh, I guess. God. Reigns is in the Kimura lock, and you're like, fuck, he's going to tap or he's going to get his arm broken, yeah. a.k.a. Tap no mania snap. for him, right? Nice. Thank you. I didn't make that up, but it works. It's okay. Thanks, brother. And then, like, Ambrose comes in with that chair shot to the back of Lesnar, and you're just like, holy yeah. shit. It was good. Because, like, obviously, like, Lesnar wants to be make it look as real as possible. Yep. But he fucking cranked him with that. Yeah, I thought Dean did a really good job of kind of being the wild card that we all expected him to be when this match was coming up. Yes. It was kind of a match we have seen, but Dean Ambrose is in it. And then all throughout the match, it was like... Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns are doing something, and then, oh, Dean comes in and hits his finisher on uh, Roman, and you get a, mm-hmm. a near fall, and he comes in with a steel chair and starts whacking everybody. And... I was the only, I was a little disappointed that they didn't put Brock through the third table. They had three tables out there. I thought it only made sense. Do it once, fight Rule for a bit. Threes. Oh, shit, he's back up. Do it again, fight for a bit. Oh, my God, he's still back up. Do it a third time. But yeah. uh, We also didn't get interference from the Wyatts, which I think everyone was expecting in mm-hmm. this match to kick off. Brock and the Wyatts, because that's what we, I think, all thought was going to happen yeah. Yeah. at WrestleMania. You thought wrong. Apparently. Yes, we did. Wrong. Uh, because there was no sign of them. Nope. And since then, obviously, Brock Lesnar not working the Wyatts or yeah. Bray or anyone at the uh, the wrestling mania. How quickly plans can change, eh? Like, it just seems so obvious what they had With the figured out at the Rumble. Or maybe that was just, this is the plan. Maybe that was a long plan for SummerSlam. Maybe. Just Could to be. just to call back to I don't know. It's a weird thing to not have Paul or Brock bring up for that long. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially the way Brock was taken out. Like they brought it up a little bit on that raw after the rumble, but they never were like, We're coming for you. Well, Heyman kinda now? yeah, Heyman kinda said, We we won't forget, but we got more important things or something like yeah, that. Because so. he had the number one contender spot, which right. makes sense, but Dude, Brock Lesnar just kinda takes me as a guy of like you fuck him over and he gets his vengeance like the next night or something like that. Like um, That said, I think we all agree that we are way more excited for Brock Lesnar versus Dean Ambrose than Brock Lesnar versus Bray Wyatt yep. at WrestleMania. Yeah, I am very much As so. a match? <clears throat> yeah. Do you I'm, feel the same way for us? Yeah. yeah. Like, if it was Brock versus all the Wyatts or just Brock versus Bray, like, Ambrose is way better of a wild card match. I, and you know what? The build up to this number one contenders match, I was loving what they were doing, how, mm-hmm. how Dean is just being like, I, I don't care. Give me an F5. Like, give the it to Give me all you got. Like, puffing his chest against Brock was like, oh. It's, yeah. it's a different look, and it's perfect for Dean, the quote-unquote crazy guy. Right. That's the thing. Is every feud Lesnar is in has been like, oh, I'm tough enough to fight you. I'm going to beat you in a wrestling match. Whereas right. Dean is just like, no, I'm stupid enough to fight you. He's kind of like Mick Foley-esque now yeah. where he takes a really bad bump and sits there and laughs. And it's, you're just like this guy. You, you can't very much the guy. underdog. Yeah. Very much, yeah. It's cool. He's got a good thing going right now. Um, do we want to talk any more about the uh, Edge segment? We didn't really spend too much time on it. Do you guys watch the Edge and Christian show yet? We uh, did. Yep. You guys want to yep. talk about that now? We did. Yeah, we'll get into it if you want. Uh, well, before, I guess, pay-per-view overall out of 10. Uh, oh, uh, four. Yeah, was it five? Six? Okay. Like better than I expected? I'd say about a five, yeah. yeah. It was mediocre. There's some okay things, um, but there's some really bad things, too. Uh, yeah, okay. Edge and Christian show that totally reeks of awesomeness. 
I think is what it's called. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew based on the commercials heading into this that it was going to be different. Yeah, it was kind of a be variety, variety show kind of yeah. style. Uh, upon watching it, I think, yeah, they were they were kind of going for the total randomness of a like Tim and Eric, yeah, awesome show, Tim great job style of just doing random shit on camera and hoping people laugh at it. Um, I'm intrigued to know what you guys thought of this television program. I think it's really funny. I mean, I find it funny when they interview someone like John Cena or The Miz on the second episode with their intern. Yeah, with the awkward intern guy. I think think it's a perfect show for the WWE Network because mild teenager fans will be like, oh, who are these Edge and Christian guys talking about the current day product and making jokes or whatever? But anyone who's like our age or older instantly is like, oh, Edge and like my dad was like, I got to check that out. Edge and Christian are hilarious, mm-hmm. yep. right? Yep. Just like people know them as like these very cinem- or charismatic individuals. And I don't know. I think like I there was a couple skits where I was like, eh, that was very funny. But a lot of it, like I get at least a chuckle from or, or a genuine laugh. That was kind of my take, too, that they had some really funny bits on there. Um, the first episode, the, the intern thing was pretty funny. Uh, I liked the Shockmaster stuff because that's stuff like where are you going to see the Shockmaster these days? And it's cool to have them relive it and be like, yeah, I want to redeem myself. All right, and Shocky. Like, <laughs> going yeah. through the- like he's having fun with it. They're all like that was good. But there's some other stuff where I'm just like, like, this is too dumb. On the second episode, me. they interview um, Summer Rae about working with The Miz yes. in a movie via Skype. And it's not very good. Well, that um, doesn't surprise me at all. I guess to take the ball next. I thought in on paper, a lot of the stuff that they led into, I was like, this is a really fucking neat idea. Like doing the uh, dubbing yourselves into the the three or the table for three stuff. Oh, yeah. The whole mm-hmm. Shockmaster bit. Uh, a lot of the, the dubbing over WCW bad movies. Like a lot of it when they started it up, right, I was the like. sting on the beach with yeah, the Vader thing. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, this is so good. And then the whole thing would go by and I wouldn't like even come close to laughing. I'd be like, oh, really? shit. Like that. Execution keeps missing where concept is so good for me on that show. And I remember the hardest I laughed the whole time was the moment I realized what this show was. And then I kind of didn't laugh again for the rest of the show. Like with the Shockmaster thing, I was like, this is neat that they got this guy. But at the same time, I thought the whole thing wasn't funny. Like it was like, I thought, I remember I was talking to you. I was like, when he goes through the, the, and it's all comedy's all personal preference, but when he goes through the tape at the very end of his obstacle course, he shouldn't have got through. He should have felt fell, fell yeah, and it's like lost the mask again. Yeah, it was just like so much of it seemed like it was so quickly put together. And part of me was like, well, maybe I'm expecting too much from WWE writers trying to write a variety show. You only pay nine ninety nine or whatever. For yeah, that, I got so a bit of a rushed feel from it too. Like it seems like yeah. they just shot some stuff and were like, well, let's not spend three hours on this. That's good enough. Right. Exactly. Let's go with that. Like it, it felt like a school project. Yeah, like me, totally. as someone who went through film school. <laughs> okay, guys, you got this. You got four days to make this project. We need three episodes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, we got to spend a day writing the episodes, then filming the episodes, then editing. And someone would like stutter and fuck up their joke, and then kind of retake it, and they'll be like, "Okay, that's fine. That's the only thing we fucked up that whole time. We're taking mm-hmm. it." Uh, so I didn't love it, but uh, I got two laughs out of the first episode I watched. Did I think I... it just fine. Like I don't fi- like I didn't find the Shockmaster bit that funny, but I just found how Edge and Christian dealt with the bit funny. Sure. And it could be just that I like Edge and Christian a lot, and like yeah. they're charismatic. It's the same thing in like episode two. They're like reading like review fake reviews for it, and they're like they said the show totally reeks. 
you know, print costs more. So, you know, they didn't get the awesomeness part, but they know we're there. Yeah. Right? And it's just kind of funny, like, Christian Nedge. Their their shtick is very forced, I find, too. Like, mm-hmm. like they're, they're back and forth and that kind of stuff, which isn't a bad thing no. in some cases, but I just find that, that I think it plays, sometimes it was too forced. I think it plays way better in a wrestling ring yes. than it does on a show that style. Totally unrelated, but on the first one, and in the first episode, they did. They were sitting on these beanbag chairs discussing their debut while watching that it. Was good. That should be its own program. Yeah, that like, I would watch. Totally aside from Edge and Christian, let's do WWE debuts and have The Rock come in and be like, Jesus, what the hell was I wearing? Yeah. Like, and like they were kind of shooting a bit on. Oh my God, look at blow so and so's hair. He looks like such. Yeah. An, I can't remember when he did. And it spawns conversation. I was. Yeah. They did that in like a minute and a half, and I'm like, no, I want more of that. And Give right. me it more felt of that so stuff. So genuine, like that's yeah, really organic. Because like, it had felt them like two buddies there. watching it, shooting the shit. Yeah, that's that's what I liked about like, it. Yeah, it felt most. like them doing a watch along. Yes. I got a chin you could dig a ditch with. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great line, uh, Boris. You really like this show. The so. problem is you ain't hype. Oh you yeah, don't fucking drink fucking whole milk. That's fair. You're gonna end up down there selling weed like Val Venus. <laughs> yeah, like some of that the, was some, funny. Some too. of the shit they draw, like the, the language and stuff. Yeah, f bombs. The fact is like mature. And the whole hey, you thing. get f bombs on raw too. Well, it's, <laughs> oh, yeah. well, it's funny because I read something today saying that the lead up to WrestleMania is gonna feature some more edgier programming. Yeah, I read that. Like as it well. does every year. So I don't know, but uh, no, it's stupid and it's fun. It's the Shockmaster thing, you yeah. know, because that's been a part of my lore forever. Sure. So mm. to see, you know, Tugboat again was good. And, the, you know, the whole hype thing was funny. That was and, so funny. And the... the With Zack Ryder yelling. Dressing up and doing the 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 movie auditions. It's it's That was good, too. Like, I'm not expecting, like, an Oscar thing. I'm expecting these two guys to just fuck around. The John yeah. Cena Captain America thing was so funny. It's like, I play this character on every TV. You really need me to audition for it? Um, I, I agree that it's stupid and fun. I just was maybe expecting it to be more funny. Like yeah, for some of the enough. stuff to be genuinely funny and not just like, oh, that's random. But you said headed on the head when you say comedy is very subjective. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like I'm looking forward to watching more of it. Right. And I will continue to watch it. And it's tough for me not to be a little bit biased because Edge is my favorite wrestler of all time. And Edge and Christian are one of my favorite tag teams of all time. So it's tough for me to watch it and not at least give them some sort of benefit of the doubt where I'm like yeah, no, I love this show. <laughs> Fuck you for not liking it, but <laughs> fucking whole. Milk. It's good, but Brando Brando's a hundred percent correct on comedy. Like I say, wrestling is really subjective. Comedy is even more subjective because different people find different things funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would watch it. That though, being if said, you haven't watched. If you're it. already paying nine ninety nine, it's a great another piece of content as an original mm-hmm. programming, and it is something totally different than anything else they have. Yeah, which totally. is, is I would way way rather see them doing that than making. Sp- more documentaries and stuff. As much as I love documentaries, at least they're casting a wide web being like, well, let's get a little bit of everything. I like this versus like Monday Night War where it was like, dude, this is just recut documentary footage from other yeah, DVDs. True. This feels yeah. at least a little more original. Uh, one last bit I want to talk about there is the Legends House uh, Geezers Gone Wild they did. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny just because I love Mean Gene swearing. And it wasn't, it, that's the thing, is that it wasn't. Put that cigarette out. <laughs> it wasn't uh, them dubbing their voice over that. Those are legitimate yeah, outtakes. That's legit outtakes. Where they're like, they stop filming something and then Mean Gene looks over at the cameraman and says, okay, that's it for today. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Get these fucking cameras away from us. We've, we're Hacksaw's done. cussing out a seagull in the distance. <laughs> Do you remember that Are You Serious? web show that Road Dog did with uh, Josh Matthews. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. That's yeah. I'd like to see them do more. Like you say with the stuff debut, like something like that. Just like watch some different stuff and just kind of riff on it. Sure, yeah. 
have have but like one... that debut thing. That's a fucking brilliant yeah, idea. Yeah, debut would be great. And he... because there's a lot of guys who've been around for like Shawn Michaels watches debut and Triple H. Sure, he's doing the Blue Blood thing. Yeah, terrorizing. Or you could take Tommy Dreamer back when he wore the suspender. Like there's there's because they all remember that show stuff has too, legs. Right? That's really I'm. Bummed I didn't think of that. Yeah, yeah that's me. me. Copyright that's a really 2016, idea, Warren Diesel Barris Enterprises. WWE debuts, that's then, what you call it. Then all of a sudden With during Renee WrestleMania Young. weekend, they'll show new shows coming to the network, and you'll be like, debuts, and you'll be like, motherfucker stole my idea. Sons of bitches. Send Renee Young to me. <laughs> yes, I will film it. You'll be the host? I should yes. film it. Is it really cold <laughs> in that room now? In that room? Yeah. I don't know. She's just hiding. Did she it. just join the Sith? She might have joined the Sith. She might have. Uh, okay. Is that... We're good on that now, hey? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, we can talk about the Monday Night Raw. Oh, God. This is Big Raw. I'll get the cards, the drugs, from my generation, I'll take the fall. The saints, no cross the nation, and it's a Joe Lewis Arena, Detroit, Michigan. Home of Robocop. The Joe. Here we go. Home of Robocop? Yeah. It was filmed, or it was set in uh, Detroit, right? It's filmed hey, in Detroit, Hey, can you too. say episode 102, and then you can just insert it back? Oh. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> that like too, work. that too much work? <laughs> that sounds Did like anyone work. yell 102? <laughs> I said 102. Like I normally do? Yeah, okay, then we're good. No, we're fine. All right. We're good. You do 101 last week? Somebody? No, my boy. I, think I also did one one. Add a boy. I don't ever know. So. <laughs> I have to just look on the Twitter. Because it's blank stare. Sapphire episode one. <laughs> We've been wrong before. We've been totally wrong. My wife thought it was it. our eighth anniversary. I thought, wait a minute. Eighth anniversary. Our son is only seven, so it's our seventh anniversary. <laughs> Oh, oh! You're, I thought you were saying we've been around for eight years. I was like, yeah, I was doing the pod when I was uh, 14. But yeah, congrats on being married for so long. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, man. Quite you a feat. You take her to that banquet? Was that your anniversary? <laughs> I got a ticket to a sweet Shut dinner, up! <laughs> No, she did not come to the banquet. But thank you for your well wishes. You're welcome. We'll pass that on to her. Um, we are shown a video of an attack that happened before the show. This actually broke on Twitter, like, a few hours before the show. Um, Dean Ambrose getting out of his vehicle at the venue, and then he's ambushed by Brock Lesnar, who, like, just runs and, like, shoulder, or not shoulder, but, like, forearm tackles him. Mm. And, like, hit him hard, where, like, oh, yeah. he said, oh, look fine. Stiff, hey, Brock, you know what's a work, right, buddy? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he kind of throws a couple punches, pushes him around. Does uh some like puts him through a limousine windshield, which looked super stiff, like crazy stiff. It had a really good like sound. Head first, I watched it back a couple times. Yeah. And, like, uh, and then they show Ambrose getting taken away via ambulance, uh, wearing his very strange looking looked neck like brace. Looked like a goddamn long neck. Like, yeah, it looked like it super stretched his neck out. Where he's like, oh, this is stupid. Yeah, it was like a, a neck brace that was like two inches yeah. too high for this, him. This hurts more than the bump I just <laughs> yeah. took. Uh, so that was before Raw. We start Raw with Vince McMahon coming out. They're doing this Vincent uh, J. McMahon Legacy of Excellence Award, which, as we talked about on the uh, podcast last week, uh, we were looking forward to this. We yeah. weren't sure where it was going to go. or We were pretty sure something was going to happen. Yeah, whether it was just going to be a, a good old reach around for Triple H. Right. Because they were pushing this. Uh, it, no one has deserved it. <laughs> More than recently. Or Especially when they were talking about it on Fastlane. Like, I was like, okay, this is a shoe-in award going to one of three people in the company, more than likely. Yeah, and we were kind of hoping that it would be something 
to do with the Undertaker to set up something because we had nothing for Undertaker. That yeah. was the one guy. Fortunately, it is. That was the one guy that we didn't uh, we didn't know what we were going to do with him. Mm-hmm. But so uh, Vince says that uh, the recipient will be Stephanie McMahon. Shocker. She comes out. She uh, cried a little bit. Mm-hmm. Prepared uh, so to good. to start her speech, but then was interrupted by Shane McMahon and Scotty wants me to play. This Here game. comes the money. I found out today. Naughty by Nature does this theme. I had really? no clue that that's who that's does this nuts. theme. Colton Kelly told me that. He would know. He would know. It's a great theme. Great this theme. was like, great theme. this made my Monday night of like, just being like, what? Yeah. No. And then like, uh, I found a meme or whatever and I tag Warren in it. And Warren's like, hey, does this involve Raw? I'm, I'm going like, that's yeah. a spoiler. And I'm like, yeah, just... don't like get through the first segment. Then you can look at this thing. Uh, and that was the thing is that I'm at work. I know something big is going to happen, has already happened. Uh, Meltzer had tweeted out earlier that day, wrestling fans can expect an early Christmas or something like that. So I knew it was going to be something big. I knew that it was uh, a somebody making an appearance for the first time in a long time because mm-hmm. uh, my co-host on the radio show that I do, that I was doing at the time, Double got a text from house. somebody that said, oh, my God, you need to get home and watch Raw right away. So I knew it was something big, so I, like, turned my phone off completely. Uh, in fact, tweeted something and then went, oh, shit, somebody's going to respond to that tweet. Turn it on airplane and give me. So, yeah, I put it on airplane <laughs> mode because I'm like, I'm not taking any goddamn Smart chances. Uh, and I made it. I did not spoil this. But on the other side of the coin, I, who never have any problem because I don't follow anyone on Twitter who's going to spoil it for me and generally do a good job of staying off social media anyway, uh, was at the bar having drinks, uh, waiting for Warren to get off so we could go uh, watch Raw together. And... Someone who I legitimately didn't even know was a wrestling fan direct messaged me on Twitter. And so the thing pops up, the notification. I was like, oh, I'll watch this. And he has linked me to the news article. So the headline has popped up in the little link oh, box. Shitty. And it was like, Undertaker Shane McMahon for Control Raw WrestleMania 32. And I was like, shit. I spoiled <laughs> it. And then I put the phone down for five seconds. I was like, that sounds too ridiculous. That's probably not even true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I told Warren while I was at the bar, I was like, well, I spoiled it. So whenever you're uh, ready to go, let's go. And uh, I was upset for about yeah five seconds. And then I was just like so excited at what had happened that I was like, I ain't even mad. I ain't even mad no more. Yeah. Just excited to see just how excited they did to see it. How they do it. What yeah. a fucking pop Shane got. Oh, we were talking about God. that too, about how they were saying uh, it had been seven years since he had been in on programming, whatever. So mm-hmm. Brandon and I were kind of discussing about that feeling of him being on the other side of that curtain, waiting for his music to pop or to hit and not knowing what's about to happen. Yeah. And then to have what happened happen and yeah. just to be like, like holy he, he shit. Had like, to acknowledge it and being like, th- thank you for that, yeah. Detroit. He yeah. shed a tear. You can oh, see yeah. him wipe his eyes a couple times. Yeah. And he, like, just the way the crowd was going from chant to chant, just slow flaw, like, they were so electric to see him back. Uh, he came out in a full suit and red and white Jordans, which is great. Very so shady, man. Yeah. Uh, he ran down the company and his sister and then said he wants control of Monday Night Raw. Uh, Vince doesn't like this idea. They go back and forth a bit, and then Vince tells him he has to have a match. It's going to be him versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania in Hell in a Cell. If Shane wins, he gets control of Monday Night Raw. Boom! Now, the reason Boris is here this week is because I was texting with him immediately after watching the segment because you and I were pretty close in watching, but you would watch it pretty much at the same time as me. So I texted you, and you immediately 
uh, were not happy about this, and I said, you're coming on because I know all three of us are going to be really happy with this, so it's good to have the opposite side of the coin. So, why am I always the opposite side of the coin? Generational difference. Maybe you're you. stupid. Uh, so here's your, <laughs> here's your forum. Let us know. First of all, the last thing we need is more fucking McMahons. I mean, it's a face McMahon, though. But Second of best. all, you're going to take Undertaker and give him this match against the guy who hasn't been in the company in seven years, who has, who's not a wrestler, mm-hmm. and you're going to put his safety in the hands of this guy who hasn't, who's had like four or five matches, not a wrestler. You're going to put his safety in his hands. Apparently, Shane McMahon's not even going to be on TV until sometime later on in March. So now we have another part-timer who's not even a fucking wrestler. And but you know he's going to do something stupid and he's going to jump off the fucking oh, cage of and probably hurt himself. Of course. Oh, Shane loves taking giant high bumps. Yes. I mean, I mean, at the on, risk of anyone getting hurt, he'd be goddamn better. And then <laughs> later on in the show, you've got Ryback talking about the brass ring dripping with irony in the same show where they give that fucking high-profile Undertaker-WrestleMania match to Shane fucking McMahon. Mm. If I'm somebody like Kevin Owens right now, I'm disgusted and sickened by... And the whole angle with he saved him and gave him money back in the day, and if he wins, he gets a lockbox? What lockbox? Yeah, like, what, what the, the fuck, fuck is up is with this lockbox? That was shit. a weird thing That's to say. I'm kind of hoping that he loses and that lockbox turns out to be really important. So, and why, yeah. why would Taker help Vince? Who's the heel in this now? Okay, okay. And if Taker? all of this shit, the WWE versus Raw, yeah. Shane McMahon's going to fucking beat The Undertaker? We don't know that. Yeah, that's the interesting part oh, of it. Yeah. It's just, it's all. It's I want you to be the ta- Undertaker, though. Okay, rebuttals. It's 10 pounds of <laughs> shit in a five pound bag. First of all, in terms of match quality and guys not working a whole lot, one of my favorite matches is Shawn Michaels versus Vince McMahon at WrestleMania. And those that was literally one guy who could do stuff to another guy. 15, 20 minutes, and it was great. And the crowd loved it because it was just a guy getting the shit kicked out of him. So I think it does not need to be catch-as-catch-can wrestling. Oh, yeah, uh, sure. never be... had, like, super great technical skill. It was all no. in, like, the showmanship. But he's been in so many great matches. Oh, for sure. Shane's right. been in a lot of, especially in, like... Shane the... McMahon was in one great match. Let's not fucking kid ourselves. What? He was in a couple. One great match. There was Kurt, one versus Kurt, Kurt Angle, Angle at King of the Ring. Yeah. That was a good the match. only other things that people remember about all Shane McMahon's matches spots. is that he fucking fell off something. Mm-hmm. Sure, and Let's with, not and they ourselves. and they gave him something to fall off of. It's a spectacle. <laughs> it's always a fucking giant yeah. spectacle. I don't like it. It's spectacle versus spectacle almost because Undertaker is like an attraction match for Mania every year. I don't like it. In <sighs> term in terms of the the brass ring thing, at the end of the day, they got they care more about selling tickets than giving these guys opportunities of a lifetime. Yeah, like it is numbers. a financially driven business. I don't think Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker sells tickets. That the company's are... on the line, I think, is more than uh, the match. Yeah. And the arena the arena told me a very different story. Like, I, we have not got a babyface pop like that for a very long That's time. True. And imagine yeah. a babyface GM or authority figure. I mean, the authority angle with Triple H and Stephanie is so fucking stale at this point. It's been a long time. Right? Like... Probably the most interesting it was at was WrestleMania 30 with the Daniel Bryan angle and the authority. Mm. And then after and we that... we haven't seen Shane McMahon in an authority figure angle before? No, exactly. But it'll be exciting if Shane can win this and be a babyface authority figure or GM. We haven't had that It'll be a so refreshing long. change. We've had yeah. Shane McMahon as that. Yeah, I know, but we haven't had that in the past fucking decade. <sighs> 
spin off uh, time. Right? In, uh, to, oh. Again, to uh, rebuttal the whole Undertaker, well, who's a heel, who's a face, why is he doing this thing? I think we should withhold judgment until yeah, he gets to talk. Yeah, they do have a good, what, five or six more weeks mm-hmm. to yeah. Yeah. explain and, this? Yeah, and Taker's supposed to be there on Raw. Next week. So yeah. he, for all we know, he's saying no on Raw and when Vince he gets maybe there. maybe threatens to fire right. him or kill his family or something. I don't know. Second of all. Maybe he'll make him marry Sarah again. And I told, War, <laughs> and I told Warren <laughs> this. Him. As poorly as it's done because The Undertaker is so well respected, I think The Undertaker was a heel last time we saw him. I felt like he was a heel mm, the whole Brock the, Lesnar. Yeah, program. Brock yeah. was the babyface, more or less. So Yeah. And I, I totally agree with you where it's like, yeah, he doesn't really feel like a heel. I don't think the Undertaker's ever going to be able to feel like a heel again. But at the point where you have him low blowing Lesnar, tapping out uh to his submissions and then turning around and beating him with a low blow, cheap shots, that kind of thing. I was like, Well, they're at in the WWE's mind, they think he's a heel. True. So. Unless they're going for he got beat in his own match by Brock Lesnar, pity him, babyface style thing. Right. I'm just saying. But on on the grounds that right now, I think it's safe to assume he's a heel until they give us reason not to. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, I agree that it's hard to want to boo Undertaker in the 25 years he's been around. It's like, no, that's our guy. Like a lot of us yeah. grew up being like, that's my favorite or my second or third favorite wrestler. Right. So it's hard to want to boo him. But in this storyline here, I definitely think at this point I would be cheering for Shane if this match does happen based on I want uh, the authority to go away for at least a little bit again. When my only reason to not cheer for Undertaker, or my for my only reason to cheer for Undertaker to be I don't want to see him lose another WrestleMania match, uh, that makes him a heel to me. When that's my best reason I can come yeah. up with. Where it's like, no, I think it's I think it's more interesting to see Shane win. And it's going to be exciting to see if Shane can win. Mm-hmm. And we speculated, I was like, what if Undertaker lays down? What if that's part of it? Like, there's a lot of different ways you can slice the pie. And I'm just, on a card where it's going to be a lot of stuff where it's like, this will be a good wrestling match. And this will be a good wrestling match. And this will be a good wrestling match. It's cool that it's something where it's like, I don't know what the fuck this is going to be. It's a guy who wrestles yearly, if not a little more, against a guy who hasn't wrestled in forever in a hell in a cell. They they have to just tell a good story, and they have to go in knowing that. Right. And that's some of my favorite shit, is what the fuck is going to happen in this cell between these two guys? It's the unknown, right? There yes. are times where I don't need, like, I love technical wrestling. I love when things look crisp and super sound, and, oh, they're doing moves perfectly with reversals. But wrestling is storytelling, in its truest art form, right? Mm. And I think that Undertaker and Shane are good storytellers. Yeah, Undertaker is the the perennial the business guy, mm-hmm. right? He get and and maybe maybe that's why I'm so excited about this is that I'm hoping that this is a catapult to brand new things in the WWE. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not saying roster split as some people have been saying. Yeah, a lot of people or, are just, uh, speculating that brand split again, debatably. Yeah, but I'm hoping that this is kind of a new direction that they're headed towards. That mm-hmm. this is kind of going to be the start of it all, where yeah, we can look back a, five a years from now era. and go, holy shit, that match meant a lot. Yeah. A lot as far as the grand arc of... Of what sh- were the th- shapes to come. Yeah. In the or future. it could be totally nothing, and but at the, the same thing. point... We're going into it expecting that it could be something. And mm-hmm. that's all that matters at the end of the day. Is um, it feels important. So my next question for Boris. Mm-hmm. If not Shane, right now, who do you put in, in a match with Undertaker? Undertaker always used to say in those promos, I'll make you famous. I'll make you famous. Let's fucking make somebody else famous then. 
Let's give someone the rub. I'm not saying put him over. I'd rather see Strowman than Shane McMahon. Oh, wowzers. Mm. I'm not saying I want Strowman. Sure. I'm saying I'd rather see Strowman than Shane McMahon. I get your argument. Of I like... would rather see Kevin Owens. I'd rather see Chris Jericho. I'd rather see fucking Cena hobble his crippled let's, ass let's out Let's make there. Chris Jericho famous. <laughs> I'd rather see let's make Cena famous. AJ Styles. I'd rather see the fucking Miz. I'd rather see anybody. These are, you, you named a lot of guys that are arguably as not famous as Shane McMahon is not famous, though. No, what I'm trying to say is I'd rather see anybody but fucking Shane McMahon. Okay. So not necessarily a young talent you want to give a rub to. Just someone who's not Shane McMahon. I would like to see a young talent. Because Kevin Owens would be fun. Yeah. Because we're at that point where we should be seeing Undertaker start to, and he did that, believe me, with Lesnar to put over the kind of the next generation, so to speak. I think think maybe a reason you don't do that, though, is you run the risk of, like we talked about, Bray Wyatt. Ray Wyatt had a match with him, and where what has he done since then? And what has he gained from that rub of Undertaker, right? So maybe they're just worried that it's not as easy as having a match with Undertaker at WrestleMania that you are catapulted to that next level. I, feel like I mean, it's more- not necessarily Bray's fault. That's not what I'm saying. They haven't booked him well since then, and that that's another thing. But Not a sure thing. It's right, not all it's it takes, not just yeah. as easy as these guys will go, and then this guy will be fine afterwards. Like you hope that him being in the ring with like a veteran like Undertaker, you'd get the rub, but I feel like you get a better rub or you get elevated more by being in the ring with Lesnar. Like I think that even if Ambrose loses... Or, or winning at WrestleMania. Like that, I yeah, think, would yeah, mean more than Russell, losing to the Well, Undertaker. I don't know, man. Fandango beat Jericho at Mania, and look <laughs> at him now. He's got to be doing something big. I don't know. You're the indie guy. Where <laughs> the fuck is he? <laughs> he's working superstars. He hasn't been released. Oh! Yeah. He's still with your favorite company, Brando. I fucking love the WWE. You do. Now more than ever. You're that guy who I saw on the Raw this week who had the sign just said WWE rocks on the hard cam. That's <laughs> fucking right. Brando right there. So with that explanation, that leads me to believe that why would we have faith that they won't fuck this up and make it terrible either? Because uh, I don't think we need anything more from these guys coming out of it in terms of like elevating them star quality wise. No, I'm talking storyline wise. Do we have faith that this is going to lead to something good? Yeah. I yeah, think that's I, what I really we're saying. Really? Yeah. I think this will take us to the promised oh, land of uh, not either the authority. Way, either way, if, if Undertaker beats him and is pro-Vince McMahon, that's something that is very weird at this stage of Undertaker's career. <clears throat> if, well, the thing is, if Undertaker beats him, then it's all for nothing. So very I think true. you kind of have to have yeah. whatever yeah. this is that they're going to go for. And again, I hope I'm wrong, and I hope it's something good, but I don't know. I just don't... Well, and there's this other idea floating around. I, I don't remember if it was you or if it was Andy who was telling me that he is not convinced that this is it for this match. That I, there will be more added to or it will be I want to believe that this shit ain't going to go down like this. Are you thinking Undertaker goes, screw you, Vince. I hate you. I'm going to team up with Shane against I, two other guys? I, I don't know. Undertaker and Shane versus Kane and Big Show. <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't think I'd rather have that. Yeah. Good Lord. Well, the very well could Let's happen. not say things we can't take back. Go on, Kane and Big Show. You're just you're you're saying words we can't even air. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> um, I'm yeah, I'm very excited. It's just when you look at the card, it's gonna be just something so different, mm. and that excites me more than worrying about. Oh, this might not be a great match. These guys are old as fuck. Right. Uh, let's we'll let's say it they seems, do. It seems like we're grasping at straws here. Yeah, very true. I mean, uh, this yeah. is like, very we need to early. Save WrestleMania. Everyone's hurt. Speculation. Well, I know it'll save WrestleMania. 
More McMahons, damn it. I mean, the 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 thing is, is and I, I totally get where you're coming from, but I think general consensus is it's awesome to have Shane back. Shane has always been the one where people have said Shane should come back. Where's yeah. Shane? What's he doing? I don't have a problem with Shane McMahon coming back. I was happy to see him. Okay. Yeah. But not wrestling the fucking Undertaker at WrestleMania. I, I will that agree that the internet Shane did McMahon's do this. Role. Oh my god, Shane's back. Oh my god, Shane's gonna be in a match for the control of WWE. Wait, Undertaker at Mania? Uh, and like everyone, and like everyone the, was still yeah. excited, but everyone was just like, wait a minute, that's a lot to digest. What, you, you sure you want to go with this, WWE? Hmm. That being said, this is the second, like, for what's announced for Mania at this point, this match I'm more excited for than Triple H versus uh, Roman Reigns, but I'm more <laughs> excited for Brock Lesnar versus Ambrose. Yeah, that'll be a good match. Um, and the other thing about this was that, um, Brandon and I kind of talked about this too, was that it would have been nice if they would have slow played a bit to have Vince say, okay, you're going to work a match at WrestleMania, mm. but I'm not sure who yet. Or, let that digest uh, a little bit. And then kind of let it develop over two have, or three like, weeks. Like, oh, next under- week, champ. Announce Undertaker when Undertaker's there was the biggest thing yeah. I wanted. I wanted the announcement of Undertaker being in that match to be mm-hmm. Shane McMahon doing something, and then all of a sudden the gong hits. And then all of a sudden he's there on the stage or in the ring with them, and he's right. just pointing right at Shane yeah. or some shit. But I think that just boils down to um, they wanted to – capitalize on anybody tuning in that is just finding out about this like your friend that tweeted you that yeah. barely ever watches yeah this moved the this they moved know the exactly what's happening yeah they know whether they want to watch raw moving forward they don't have to be well i don't know who's going to wrestle so i don't know if i care right it is shane mcmahon against we're gonna the dish all the shit everyone who tuned in is going to know what's going right. down yeah so oh i was uh talking to warren about this too being a long shot but maybe this is something they set up that was a believable proxy for if John Cena comes back and wrestles on behalf of Shane McMahon. Uh, See, that I'm an, cool with. An easy guy to pull out of that match would be Shane McMahon if you had to. Yeah, and let's not ignore the fact that Vince said that he was going to give his son a fucking beating. Yes, yeah. he dropped an F-bomb. How crazy was beating. that? Uh, and then looked a little bit terrified that he had just said the F word. If on... I'm Titus, I'm like, you motherfucker! <laughs> I 100% Shane, I 100% forgot that we were not at home in our living room. <laughs> you fucking son of a... <laughs> I forgot this wasn't oh. behind closed doors, damn it. <laughs> that was very weird. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that was on purpose or... It, it seemed I like a mistake. I think he just kind of was into the... It just into slipped. Into his character. Yeah, because he, he know, said he it, and then he kind of was like... Oh yeah, fucking uh, beating. I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna beat I, you. Yeah, I'm like, like, oh. like, and Vince was like revving, he said, "Fuck." He was revving his engine up hard because as soon as he's like, "Well, what do you want, Shane?" He's like yelling at Shane in the ring when he was just like talking the sentence before, and then he was just kind of revving his engine up until he dropped an f bomb. Yeah, what the lock box? I, I am very intrigued moving forward with this. Me too. I, uh, I have my early thought of what might happen if it is, in fact, Taker and uh, just Shane and nothing changes and it's the two of them. I like the idea of Taker beating the ever-loving crap out of him as a heel, doing the kind of Jeff Hardy-style respect thing where he just keeps getting up and getting up mm-hmm. and getting up. And then Undertaker finally tombstones him for the what, what second or third time, however mm-hmm. many one times you want to do it. And after said tombstone, kind of just grabs Shane's arm and like pulls it on top of him. And he's like, okay, you've earned my respect. You can run this company. Here it is. And just lays down. That'd be kind of cool. Yep. So we're going to have Shane kick out of more tombstones than the rest <laughs> well, of the roster? He's only got to kick out of one. That is a problem. He's I a guess. Like, man, that damn is it. A problem. He can kick out of whatever he wants. There's grapefruits. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. We do have like five or six weeks of TV, so there's lots of time. We'll for... see how it all shakes out. But my initial knee-jerk reaction is 
Two thumbs down. Yes. Oh. But what do I know? Ew. Two. Two. <laughs> so if I had the extra thumbs. Well, like, if he said he was on the fence about it or something like that, I'd be like, okay, cool. You got time to come. But the fact that he goes. I burned the fence down. Hey, what are you showing? Nothing. Why don't I get to see it? You're breaking it's kayfabe I... here. Every time you break the kayfabe, well, when I try I... and set something up here, and you're, you're trying just to be crashing it, Mister well, Businessman. Delete, delete that out. <laughs> no, that's and work. the part where Han Solo gets killed by his son. <laughs> uh, new did day. Did we end up censoring that? Nope, no, we no, nope, we just let that shit fly. I remember Brandon being like, anything. "Guys, I'm actually not cool with that." Right. <laughs> it was so funny. They're yeah. censor free on this podcast. I can't wait till the spoilers for the next one come out. Uh, the New Day is taking on the team of Neville and the Lucha Dragons. Hmm. Uh, Sin Cara missed hitting a senton, allowing Kofi Kingston to win with the Trouble in Paradise. Yeah, this match was fun. They seem to be still heels. Yeah, I was uh, happy to see Xavier Woods get uh, get a match in. So It's been a long time yeah. for old Xavier. It was a fun match after a really long opening segment. Yeah, this ma- and- it was a long opening yeah, segment. Yeah, it was like 35 minutes <laughs> yeah. almost. And I liked the uh, uh, 450 that Kalisto hit off the back yeah. of whoever was he hit. Yeah. Because someone hit a 450 off the apron first, right? Yeah. Is that one of them? Probably would have been Neville. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I think was. Neville hit yeah. it on off the apron to Big E. Yeah, and, and then, then like, went on, on his, his hands, hands and knees. knees. Yeah. Kalisto hit it really off cool. him. It was neat. Uh, Paul, uh, excuse me. Paul Heyman comes out to say that uh, Lesnar needs a new opponent for WrestleMania now that he won't be in the main event, and anyone who wants to step up should do so. They are stacking this first hour of Raw between mm-hmm. that first segment, putting the New Day out there, and then Lesnar. Like, they are stacking this hour. And then Scott Steiner comes out. Woo! <laughs> uh, no, it's an ambulance driven by Dean Ambrose, still wearing the neck brace. Scott Steiner might have been in it. He waits. Yeah, he's just a he I'd rather <laughs> see Scott Steiner against The Undertaker. No, he wouldn't. Yeah, you would. All right, yeah, maybe that's the that's, line. That's, that's the line. line. Okay, <laughs> let's be honest, guys. There's a 33 and a third chance we could see okay. Scott Steiner at WrestleMania right. this year. I'll kick your medieval ass. Dean Ambrose gets out of the ambulance <laughs> after driving it, assumably from the hospital, right. and then takes off his neck brace. Which That I happened in strange. Edmonton not long ago, and I thought of wrestling when yes. it happened. We did a news story about some lady who stole an ambulance stole an from ambulance. the hospital. Oh, oh shit, really? <laughs> really? Um, I didn't hear about that. So he drives it right into the arena, uh, gets into the ring, Lesnar F5s him. Heyman then confirms that uh, Lesnar and Ambrose will be fighting at WrestleMania in a street fight. No, also, Brock Lesnar stepped on Dean Ambrose's head here, which is <laughs> fucking terrifying. That's some terrifying. real heel-to-face wrestling right There's there. There's a yeah. screenshot of that, and even the look on Heyman's face is like, <laughs> you're stepping on his head. Like, what are you doing? You psycho. Uh, uh, I'm, this is great. I'm super excited for this match and this build and, and everything about this. This is going to be good. Yeah, I thought Dean oversold the walk from the ambulance to the ring a touch. But that, again, is me nitpicking. I, I really liked all this stuff. I like the street fight idea, too. That makes sense for mm. these guys. That's what I want to see. Is like I want to see the gimmicks match with them where they, they, they're brawling in the like the aisle or they're brawling on the ramp or some shit. So normally guys wear jeans for a street fight. Does that mean that Dean Ambrose yeah, puts on tights. wrestling tights yeah. for a street fight? Just the opposite. No, he'll still wear his. Um, but will Lesnar wear fight shorts? <laughs> Scotty answers, no, no, no that's no, not going to happen, no. Don't be stupid. No, I started thinking about it. I was like, well, Damn it, Warren. Damn it, Warren. Hmm. But um, what will Lesnar wear is the real question. This is a believable way for Dean to win this match. Yep. Like, I think if this was just a straight-up wrestling match, I'd be like, I don't believe him winning in any way. Whereas now it's nope. like, well, you can see him hitting him with a chair, hitting the dirty deeds on a chair or something. Here's, here's yeah, your you rub. got a variable in there. Yeah. You wanted a rub on WrestleMania, here's where you're going to get it. Dean Ambrose is going to be Brock Lesnar. 
He doesn't even have to beat him. He doesn't even have to beat him. True. That's a great point. You get a rub from just being in the fucking match. Do you remember the rub that Jeff Hardy got from that Undertaker IC title Mm -hmm. match? That's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. Um, but I I think I think Dean has a, a strong chance of winning this. Like you say, now that it's a street fight, yep. he can use a weapon. He can do whatever he has to do. do As a fan, it keeps you guessing. You're not just like, well, Lesnar wins. Yeah, yeah. there's so, no like, way Dean Ambrose beats Brock Lesnar in a wrestling match. No, no it just doesn't doesn't work. So I, I'm excited for this match too. Very excited. Happy that it's not wide. Uh, Usos. Taking on, oh, okay, uh, we have the uh, the Dudley boys come out. They cut a promo on the Usos who are in the ring. Then the Ascension comes from behind <laughs> the Usos. I didn't and, know the uh, Ascension were there. Yeah, nope. you could see them on the floor when they came back from commercial. Could you? Oh, okay. So it wasn't a surprise attack? They were just kind of there? Yeah. Or, yeah. okay. It surprised you and me. Uh, the Usos super kick Connor and Victor, and then uh, one of them splashed Victor for the win. There you go. They're trying to make the Usos into like an incredibly shitty version of the Young Bucks with all the super kicks. Yeah. And even me not like, knowing the Young Bucks, I picked like, up on that. We can't call it Super Kick Party because that's copyright. It's a Super Kick Gathering. Super Kick City. Fiesta. Yeah, super yeah. Kick City. They've said Super Kick City a couple times oh, did on they? like shit. Oh, yeah. God. I could easily see them making a shirt or something. I would shit. rather see the Ascension against The Undertaker that's or That's not true either. You don't believe that. That's only because you want your friend to get the rub. Uh, uh, this is again as a uh, person who is blissfully ignorant. I thought their super kicks were real good. Yeah, they're good at oh, it. Oh no, yeah. super their super kicks are, are good. It's just funny oh. how like when other things that are big in wrestling, it's like when uh, they call Heath Slater Red Dragon. Me and Boris are just like that's yeah, somebody else right like now. That. Maybe yeah. don't fucking say that phrase. I, I I took you saying a shittier version as the super well, kicks were shitty, just, but I no, understand no. now what you're saying. Yes. I'm a big fan of the Usos. Though. Yeah. I think they're very. Exciting. Oh, Usos are probably one of the the top babyface tag team. When they say Usos. I say, oh, mm-hmm. I do too. Yes. They've sold me on do. the Uso. Well, and when do. they do their chanting, Warren mumbles every at home. time. Yeah. Every time, every time, slapping my elbows. Some more, Good. I'm gonna do that. For I'm not gonna lie. I do the 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 end zone cast thing at home. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? That's fun. I sing that when Carmelo comes out. I'm like, hey, I'm having fun. Fuck you. You soft. You Being a Mark is. The best. Yep. That's what we all wish we were. I thought about legally changing my name to Mark once. Yeah. Mark. When I was a kid, I wanted my last Mark name to Diesel. be Diesel. That's a good wrestling name. Yeah, that is actually. But when I was growing up, I had a friend named Colton Mark, and I really wanted my mom to marry his dad because his mom had <laughs> passed away or something. Yeah. And I just I couldn't spell my last name until I was like thirteen. Is your last name's fucking demothful? Oh yeah, it is. But yeah, I didn't know how to spell that, so I was like, Mom, can we just have a simple last name? Like, can you just marry Colton Mark's dad? I want it to be Scott Mark. There you go. That's good. Okay. Chris Jericho's in the ring. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sam, that's Echoing silence. All right, so Jericho. Uh, AJ Styles comes out. They talk for a bit. Then the social outcasts come out. Uh, They're just kind of like forcing these guys into any segment that they can at this point. Heathy, baby. Um, Chris Jericho and AJ Styles decide to team up against the social outcasts. I hope this is like a one shot and they're not going to like shackle AJ with Jericho going forward into the tag team because they have creative has nothing for them. Why to AJ? So you do always you do always worry when two guys are they work together in some capacity the day after a pay per view because then first thought is always oh that this is going to go another month. (laughs) I agree. Uh, I can tell you they worked a match on SmackDown together. Oh. With a mystery tag partner against the New Day. Miz? That'd be oh. funny if it was the Miz. Dolph Ziggler? Austin Aries? Probably Dolph Ziggler. Scott Steiner? Wait, it's Thursday. We can talk about it because it's technically yep. already yeah. happened. Who was it? 
Hang on. I have to look it up now. Mm. I just got rid of it. Phil. Mark Henry, baby. Oh, that's your answer. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. That's not surprising. It's a new day. That's not surprising. Oh, wait. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. That works, actually. (laughs) Mark Henry, baby. Curtis Axel taps out to the walls of Jericho in the match on Monday Night Raw. There you go. Remember that time Curtis Axel was the first one to take the Styles Clash in WWE? Yes, I do. Neither does anyone else. First nope. and only, maybe? <clears throat> uh, Wide Family taking on Kane, Ryback, and Big Show. He's doing a full-on rematch, except Bray was in this one, as a matter of fact. So um, if you paid for this on pay-per-view, you're a sucker, Michael. Ryback. Yeah, you got Bray for free. So. Ryback oh, abandoned. Are we skipping uh, over the R-Truth cake segment? Oh, yeah, I did skip that. Oh, and that, that and, you know, It's kind of funny that, you know what? That pretty much sums up the whole thing. I'm over it now. I don't care anymore. Yeah, so I'm like, over it. I don't care. The segments aren't as funny as they were, and they haven't pulled the trigger, and now I don't care. They should have yeah. pulled the trigger like, the I, week after the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or the Jimmy yeah. Hendrix exhibit. That would have been the perfect we time. should have just done it at the pay-per-view. He should have saved them yep. in that match and had mm-hmm. Truth go over, and that's mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, maybe, okay, and then you have a match mm-hmm. on Raw. I agree. It's a very slow burn for something. Uh, I'll still yeah, be like happy when it finally happens. I heard a rumor pay-per-view. that he hopes that he died in the womb. <laughs> I wish Tamina Snuka died in the womb. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Some wow. things you can't That's take. I'd hate. rather see Tamina Snuka <laughs> against the Undertaker. The Shane McMahon. Uh, That's some hateful shit, guys. Ryback abandoned Kane, uh, Kane in this match, allowing Bray Wyatt to win uh, with the sister Abigail. Yeah, this, this big is show weird. Is just on the outside. Ryback is flipping? Uh, yeah, by the Or is he just being a face somewhere else? I think he's flipping We're necessarily because he cut that promo. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I'm just worried about me, and I, I've been <laughs> in tag teams long enough, and it's time to grab the brass ring, and that's what I'm doing. I'm the most successful current member of the uh, Nexus. Yeah, I'm Goldberg. V2. Did you notice that Luke yeah, Harper did the Yeah, he is the, the most successful guy from the Nexus, I actually. did not. Did Luke he do Harper that in this did match? The flex. Yeah, I popped big time. Did you see that? It's in my no. notes on bbboris.com, cheap plug. Interesting. That goes back to the uh, WWE house show that they had here last year. Apparently, he pulls that shit every house show of just flexing like a man. Yeah, he forgot this was a real show. Yeah, he's like, oh, shit. Ah! Oh, Fuck. shit, we're on TV. God damn it. Anyways. Uh, Sasha Banks. Taking on Naomi, uh, Sasha picks up the win with a bank statement. Afterward, Charlotte comes out to announce that uh, Sasha and Becky uh, would have to fight each other for a chance to become number one contender for the Divas Championship. Uh, she came out wearing Nikki Bella style. Top. Yeah, she looked weird in it. <laughs> weird. Um, she didn't quite have the maybe the form. Uh, I don't know. Close. Yeah. Close. It's Anywho. funny because when they like do photo shoots with her and they like make her up like a diva diva, mm. she looks good. But just in her regular wrestling, she's kind of looks like too much Ric Flair with yeah. big boobs. Uh, so, like, I think Ric Flair now. Hey, <laughs> yeah. nice. I think I'd this... rather see Ric Flair against the Undertaker <laughs> at WrestleMania. Oh, I think we can all agree with that. <laughs> uh, Let's be I... honest, that would be a, a show stealer. I uh, think that this Divas match is going to end in a draw and that this will be a triple threat at Mania. I'm really hoping Agreed. so as well. I would like it to be a triple threat at Mania. I think that would probably be best for business as well as for booking. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So. That said, if it if it does turn out to be, I think it's got to be a triple threat or it's got to be Banks and Charlotte. And if it is Banks and Charlotte, I think that'll still be a great match. Yeah. I, I, as the way I see it, put all three of them in there. Yeah, That's totally. the way you're going to get the best match, I yeah. think. So. And they're all great workers. So. Yep. You can combine all three of them and it's going to be good. Uh, main event was Roman Reigns taking on Sheamus. It ends in a no contest. Okay, you're skipping through things again. I we forgot to do the rundown, and I did not do my notes properly. See, I week, actually so. like writing. Go um, ahead. Um, first of all, we saw James Brown do the Black History Month thing, which I thought was sure. cool. Yeah. But uh, the Godfather, 
Oh, right. Was this announced happened. as the next member of the Hall of Fame. I'd like to see them take away Tammy Sitch's uh, Hall of Fame spot now that they're putting the pimp in the Hall of Fame. It's true. That's my little thing. There should also, be a uh, pimp in the Hall of Fame. Apparently, oh, Tammy doctor. Sitch's ring is uh, or Hall of Fame ring is on Pawn Stars. No. No, it's no, not? No, oh, she that... was discrediting that. Too. Yeah, she was on Twitter vehemently denying I that. am not on that show. I don't take anything she says at face and value, though. But... we found out when the episode aired, it was actually Paul Bearer's. Oh, Paul really? Bearer, yes. Interesting. Hmm. I guess it's easy for people to assume that it would be Tammy's, because I guess she doesn't really act like a Hall of Famer. <laughs> have she you acts seen, like a Hall of Famer. Have you, you know seen I mean? the, uh, <laughs> the, the the film? No, I know that you did, though. <coughs> I, I saw I the trailer, and I, I think that's all I need I, to know. I have seen the film. Did you pay you for watched it? the whole No, no, I, uh, no, I have not watched the whole film. We'll Dropbox later. I, Just kidding. I uh, have seen the film. But not really. And it's, uh, yeah, it's picture the trailer, only longer and right. more of more, her voice. It's, uh, How long is it? Fuck me in the ass. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> See, all porn frightens me. Yeah, I'm kind of getting to that point too now, where I'm like, man, there's a lot of scary stuff on the internet. I miss like softcore porn, where I was like, oh, no, I, like, I, booty. Like, I remember like being young on the internet and being like, oh, Tori Wilson was in a bikini contest in SmackDown. Gotta find that shit and beat my clown. And now I'm like, things are just scary to me on the internet. And beat my clown. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not excited to be on Suplex City Limits because that, really that was an entire. That was a rhyme. I, I think. Listen. Did you? I think you rhymed SmackDown and beat my clown. But we might Oh, Scotty. There's uh there's a line where porn gets where I just gotta back away. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah. And that line is in front of I'm me. home alone right now. I'm watching lots of weird shit. Mm -hmm. It's scary. But I'm doing it during the day openly. It's not it's not as scary when you're alone as when there's people around. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that fear too. You're just yeah. like, oh shit, any moment now someone could come downstairs. No. Yep. Ears like a hawk. You need ears like a yeah. hawk. Yeah. You're like, you're on your ball. And, okay, this is good. No way that's yeah. just, well, Warren's ready to move on. <laughs> Godfather's in the Hall of Fame, guys. What do we pod. think, Godfather? Scotty, I'm going to tell you 102 episodes, and I've never gotten along with you more. <laughs> <laughs> I've never related so much with you, Brando. Um, we didn't have uh, the internet when I was a kid. No, it was woods porn, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you're like, ooh, those rocks. What's, what's, Scott McCord, that's all he ever talks about is woods porn and what's how that? great woods porn was. So you found out, like, a, yeah, he hid your porn? porno magazine yeah. out in the woods. You make, like, a little wood shack in the woods, and that's where you would hide your, your porn. You'd all collect porn magazines. And oh, it's like when you find a porn in. mag in the ravine, and you're like, ew. Wood shack is very fancy. Ours was just what a I, circle I of rocks. I grew up in Calgary. I wasn't anywhere near the woods. Oh, you just go to a park. There's usually woods there. It's true. Apparently in Sherwood Park, there is a lot of buried porn in random places. Yeah, there's the 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 park by my house. Yeah, you know those trees that we walk through porn. to get to the skating rink. There's porn everywhere in there. Brandon's like some of the best mags What's the I ever saw. Of that, uh... <laughs> uh, it's Kinsman. Go to Kinsman. <laughs> yes. Um, Godfather. We we good with this pick? Are yeah, they... I think it's fine. Yeah, in I think we've of... covered everything important. <laughs> like he had a, a pretty long career as Papa Shango backslash Godfather. Yep. And comma the Supreme Fighting Machine. And, and, good, and, and good, father. good father. Good father. Yeah, he was good. around for a while. He was also a podcaster. God bless him. Is he? I think so. Oh. He smoked fatty with this pimp daddy. Mm. He's uh, owner of a strip club now as well. In That's Vegas. Like, yeah. I want to go to that. Live in the game. We ever do a Vegas trip for like We're an going. event or something? We should I go. am doing. I've never been to a strip club, but I'd go to Godfather's for in September. No, I don't really have any interest in it. 
in September for my 40th birthday, there is going to be a dude's Vegas trip, which, of course, you are welcome to attend. Is this? They're this going year? When is this? Fall too. September. The, oh, wow. wow. We should, uh, yeah, we're planning a fall Vegas trip, me and a couple buddies, so maybe we can do day and date and I'm catch up. I'm not going. Warren's not going. Why not? I don't have any money. I don't have any money really either. I'll put you in my incredibly giant suitcase. Okay, that's good. Because yeah. I'll probably fit better in there than in the airplane seats anyways. I'll be a carry-on. <laughs> yeah, those things suck. They're horrible. Horrible. We just drive down there. The flight to Italy was a fr- like friggin' 12 hours. It was a nightmare. Yes. Um, okay, main event is Roman Reigns staying on Sheamus. It ends in a no contest. Roman Reigns speared Sheamus on the outside, but then Triple H came out in his return yeah. leather jacket in and his jeans. baby face attire. Yeah. New, uh, new shirt that I'm said not the some... CEO anymore. Fuck, he looks so cool. Some, uh, what language is <laughs> that again? Don't you just want to cheer for Triple Latin? H when he Latin. sprouts a leather jacket? Dossie Bon Begray or whatever. Yeah, yes, uh, all of that. Pugrum del... Carpe Diem. Tempest Fugits. Carpe Diem. Taco Del Mar. <laughs> Baba Booey. Do you have um, any gray poupon? <laughs> we could do this for hours. He gave Roman Reigns a uh, brutal and bloody attack. Yes. Punched him in the nose a couple times. Pedigreed him on the steps. <laughs> I thought that was the end of your Raw report. He gave um, him a brutal and bloody attack. Yeah. Let's go to emails. And that's Raw, now NXT. He hit him on the announce table like 30 times. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. the point where... It would be hard for a guy to continue selling that, yeah. which makes me think that maybe this nose thing was legitimate. Yeah, because you'd get dizzy like doing the uh, but, yeah. and then eventually he stopped using his hands. So maybe at some point he just like hit <laughs> his nose went, went unconscious yeah, and, and just, just like Hunter, just oh my god, stop he hitting did. my head! My he, nose is fucking broken. He did bleeding buckets over <laughs> here. He did gimmick himself in some way though, because you saw. Yeah, that, that, that video is pretty damning. Duncan tweeted it to us. He grabs something from Byron, goes up under uh, to his face, and then you can see his hand go under the over, like the kind of the, the top the layer of the table, have? and go under there and leave it behind. So Shit, there's a blade job, uh, or a blood pack. Is a lot of people. Okay. Well, I think you would cut your nose open. Yeah, with a, that's why a lot of people were saying blood pack. Maybe pop Man, that you on. Cut you. And they shit. can't do that because Wait. they cannot start using fucking blood packs. Yeah. Because for you guys all know this as wrestling fans, your whole wrestling fandom, you've been told by your friends, oh, it's, oh, just, it's just ketchup, it's just <laughs> yeah. ketchup. And we're like, no, man, they fucking cut themselves yeah, open. It's hard and to have to hang on to. fucking ketchup. And I'm like, no, you can't do that. Yeah, we just... See, I watch this, but what I don't if... have very good attention to detail, so I'm not really exactly well, sure. Well, Byron clearly walks up and slides I tune out around the main the event generally. Yeah. And it's also what he does after. Like, I was like, well, maybe he was just giving him like a squeeze to be like, you're all right. But then he puts his hand under the thing after. He needed to hold Byron's hand for support for a moment. Well, sometimes they do the little, like, squeeze me if you're not unconscious. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. squeeze my two fingers yeah. right now. I've done that in PWA before after. Yeah. yeah, it could have been, yeah, maybe Vince or someone in, in Byron's ear just being like, hey, check on Roman. Make sure he's not dead after that. But then it, even what Roman does after looks. He does slide. It's, it's like, he slides suspect. his hand under that little fold. After that is he on goes the... up to his face for a while. It's the fact that he goes under the fold afterwards. Yeah. It's like he's trying to hide something and keep it out of uh, out of the eyes of the viewer. Almost. That also happens in the Tammy Sitch movie. Oh, under the, under fold. the fold, yeah. Yep. Gross. That was pretty I bet good. she That's has good lots one. of folds. <laughs> now, <laughs> let's See, talk now about... I'm not sold anymore. <laughs> no, tr- you're not sold. Trust me. Yeah. Now, Sunny. heel I was more of a Triple guy. H 
annihilates babyface Roman Reigns, and the fucking crowd loves every minute of it. Yeah. We have a problem. Yeah. And does the baby and then he fucking does baby the, face suck it. The cock thing and the suck they it. They love mm. it. Yeah. Like, what What are we going to do? I loved it. Like, after he did it, I was like, fuck, Triple H is great. Oh, yeah. Instantly, I'm like, oh, like Triple H again. Like, back to the yeah. good old days. Yeah. That was the thing coming into this Raw was I was talking with uh, a buddy of mine who said that, oh, they're going to- Matt Eads? They're, no. He's buddy not a Andy? Fan That's, That's not the- The uh, more friends than two guys. Says that, that they're going to boo Roman Reigns out of the building. And I said, well, hopefully tomorrow night on Raw, being this past Monday Night Raw, they do something with Triple H- that really establishes him as a dick. Like he, they, they needed to do it night one. Triple H comes out, and this is, and I don't know what that is, but that's why I'm not paid millions of dollars to decide that stuff. Is you needed to have him come out and do something, and this was not but it. it. This have been was more greasy too. Yeah, like this, this is more guy, just like a we're gonna fight at WrestleMania, but right now I want to beat you up, I'm gonna and I'm gonna get the you. better view, and I'm not gonna use a weapon or anything. I'm just gonna beat you up. Yep. Like he didn't really come off as like the cerebral assassin. He came off as like Degeneration no. X babyface. Yeah. You wanted poppin'. him. You wanted him to like handcuff him to the ropes <laughs> yeah. and stomp him down or something. He didn't like, attack him from behind. Yeah. Yeah. He came from the the ramp or have Triple H like hypothetically send the roster to go get him. Like oh, all of a sudden social outcast. Or any guys. I'm just using them as a group of five yep. guys. League have of four or five guys. Yeah, League of Nations. Yep. Perfect. They're already heel. Have League of Nations just come and stomp him out, and then the whole time Triple H is standing on the announce table or on the stage and just laughing about it, holding the championship. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Brando, you kind of talked about it on Monday that maybe they've just given up in a sense with trying to book right. things to make Roman Reigns look like a babyface. Like, maybe they just book these guys as as a fight dudes. Yeah. Who cares? We got another McMahon. Uh, yeah, I uh, I kind of got the feeling where it's like, what more can you do to make the whole crowd, a whole stadium of people love Roman Reigns? If you've tried everything by now, maybe now it's just like, well, let's put Triple H out there. People are going to love or hate him. Let's put Roman Reigns out there. People are going to love and hate him. And hopefully it's just an electric atmosphere. Yeah. I... Hopefully it's kids cheering for Roman and men cheering for Triple H, whatever. It'll be what it'll be. Yeah. He's got to have a heel turn of some sort. It's just hard because I haven't seen, like, since, like, I've watched wrestling in the modern era, I haven't seen the fans reject someone so much in the babyface role. And sometimes it'll be like, oh, it seems like they're kind of coming around on them. And then it's just, oh, no, no, Yeah, like, there's (laughs) there's some cities where you're like, oh, wow, they seem like, for some reason, Philadelphia was really hot for Roman the last time they were there. And it was like, oh, that's a little odd, but... Good for Roman. And then you're like, oh, I wonder if this will continue next week on Raw. Mm-hmm. And then the next week they're booing him again. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, there's a big thing of Stone Cold talking about uh, Reigns should. He, Stone Cold thinks that Reigns needs a heel run as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he said that he wasn't is, ready to be a champ, right? Um, I'm telling you, once he goes through that process of being a heel, whether that takes one year, two years, or whatever, then they're going to end up loving the guy, which I agree. Mm-hmm. They don't want to see him get the success. They don't want to see him be the cookie-cutter babyface guy. Mm-hmm. It'd make him a heel. Yep. Be a dick. And if they cheer for him, then that's fine, too. I'd I like mean, to they're see... wrestling fans, so they're probably just going to cheer for him when he's a Probably. heel anyway. So. Goddamn smarks. Yeah. That's like a hypothetical thing. <laughs> How cool would it be if Roman Reigns is like, like he still did the uh, like stupid, corny, cocky shit, but it was in a heel sense. So he's like, yeah, you're going to boo for me? Come on, boo louder. Like, shit like that. And he's doing his dumb yeah. smile. Like, he's agging it on, and fans don't like him. Oh, okay. You know how he still comes through the. Uh, this is there it was something on New Blood this week. You know, there rain still comes through the crowd. Uh-huh. Yes. What if somebody had a puppet like on that? Like you know, you have sections for the Roman Reigns section. Yeah, I heard this. You're on an aisle and you get like a fucking puppet to just stare Roman Reigns down as he's well, coming don't down the steal aisle. Steal their bit. 
No, I'm not stealing the bit. I'm giving it complete shouts. It was Jason, I'm pretty sure. Complete shouts, whatever complete the fuck shouts. that means. I know. It's an abbreviation of shout out. It's good to be um, a millennial, I guess. Or a milli. A milli. A milli? Um, a milli, a milli. You're a, a milli, milli vanilli. That puppet Ooh, idea nobody is very knew who that reference yeah. was aside from me, and I was sandbagging it. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> Go, Scotty. Shane McMahon, stud. Okay. Also stud. Um, AJ Styles. I thought AJ was pretty decent on this show. That big springboard pop he did to uh, the outcast on the outside was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, duds. Stephanie McMahon, Roman Reigns. Okay. Yeah, my dud is Roman Reigns for not getting over ever. This is, this is <laughs> a perennial dud. Yeah, it's like Triple H. Oh, that kid will never get over. And uh, my stud is also Shane McMahon. Uh, just for the pop he got uh, and the way he reacted to it was a really feel-good moment for a guy that obviously had no fucking clue how he was going to be reacting And when he to. sandbagged the hug with his dad. Yeah, that was That great. was also awesome. Yeah. Steps in. And then the crowd's just like, ah! Um, yeah, I'll give it to Shane as well. I'll give it to Trips. Whether it yeah. was intentional or not, I thought he looked really good. And whether they wanted it to come across that way or not, besides you pop the for him. What's... It, oh, yeah. I, I thought he looked great. Yeah, yeah. Boy, just fucking the man. Like you said, when he did that DX chop at the end, I got yeah. all fired up. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah Triple H. so badass. <laughs> Let's go. Like, Jesus. Um, Dud is um, Neville. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. I, I yeah. Just He's just not doing anything. Just, right. yeah. Yep. Studs and Duds. Boris. My stud is Kalisto. And my dad is whoever came up with this whole fucking Shane McMahon thing. <laughs> Good. Whoever came up with the thing that got three studs. <laughs> I'll tell you. Uh, give it time. We got weeks of TV. That, yeah, so maintain an open weeks. mind. I, I, You know I do. I know. My, make, make me a believer. <laughs> this I know. could go very far either way in five yes, weeks. Yes, it could. We could be totally flipped by the yeah. end of this. I want to be back the week it. before the go-home WrestleMania show. I want to be... Okay. We'll uh, do that. Well, back on the old pod. If we're yeah, able we'll, to. Well, the just new venue, fucking get rid of Scotty. You guys can share a mic. <laughs> yeah, we, we made that deal. Was a perk of being his roommate is That's you guys true. have to share a mic when there's only three mics. <laughs> yell in the background. Yeah. I thought that was stupid! <laughs> Well, that's kind of what you do. Yes. So let's. You guys don't like me at all, do you? <laughs> um, no, in the group good, text right? earlier, we said we were going to sandbag you really hard. We did? No, we didn't. I'm just trying to hug Boris. <laughs> I just sandbagged you there. And yeah, he did. Lots of bags of sand okay. happening here. Uh, because we decided to wait for Boris to do all his dumb shit this week. Mm-hmm. Actually, you had a really good week. I'm, I'm a little jealous of your week. Oh, yeah, Wizard of Oz. I forgot about that. Uh, we have oh, two. Hey, do you watch Big Brother Canada by any chance? Have oh, you watched Big Brother go. Canada? You're a Big Brother fan. I right? watched the States one. I, I like Big Brother to a point, but years. I didn't know who oh, that girl was. Of, she was on the second season of Big Brother Canada. Hmm. It was funny because she like takes her order, and I'm like, I, I recognize her from somewhere. I'm like, I wonder if I know her. And my wife's like, "Did you sleep with her?" I'm like, "No, I didn't sleep with her." And then she comes back, and Porn. I'm like, "Do I know?" Like, I, I my first thought was that I knew her from wrestling. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I'm like, "Do I know you? You look familiar." She's like, "Did you watch Big Brother?" I'm like, "Oh, okay." And then we chatted a little bit. She was really cool. Anyway, you got a picture with her. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I like nice. Big my Brother. My wife and I, I are take big, it she uh, didn't win Big, big brother, brother that year. No, she came in <laughs> sixth. She said. Mm. Out of how many? Twelve. Sixteen. Okay. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Top 50%. Oh, yeah. That's so what you strive for. Okay, let's. so there's two episodes <laughs> of NXT, so let's do that. Right okay. 
Is this the one that was on yesterday? This we is going to be the one that was on last week first, and then the one that was on yesterday. Oh, shit. I haven't watched the one that was on yesterday. That's fine. We're going to spoil it. That's all right. You can spoil it. Okay. Yeah, nothing crazy happened. First up. This is February 17th was the air date for this. Mm-hmm. They continue their romp through uh, University of Central Florida. Enzo, Colin Cassidy, taking on, uh, oh no, teaming with American Alpha against Dash and Dawson and Blake and Murphy in an mm. eight-man tag match. Yeah, they got a stupid name now, too. I heard that. What Who? is it, The Revival? Yeah. That's Blake and Murphy? Yeah. No, that's... No, it's uh, da- Dash and Dawson. Dash and oh, They should have been the mechanics. <laughs> What is the revival? The revival, yeah. which I feel like they're the trying to hit on the nose. Explain. The fact that oh, we're old school wrestling. Yeah, old school. But nice. it, I really but like it's this a match. stretch, and it's dumb. Yeah, me this too. Eight man tag, like it's the four best tag teams that are in NXT, pretty much yep. going at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, a lot of energy. Uh, who won this? Enzo uh, and Cass did. and American Alpha won. They hit the rocket launcher, which is the name of when he throws him off the top rope. Throws Enzo off the top rope and he splashes him. I, would you guys think of uh, the new tights that uh, Jordan and Gable have? They're I like them. They're not very American Alpha. No, they're very '90s esque. Like you're like, man, you could be on like Raw in 1993 they're with those the new new rockers. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's I was true. gonna say. They yeah. look like, like the they rockers. Look like they should be part of the new generation of WWF. Um, but yeah, they continue to win. I feel like they have not lost a match. Been a long in time. a very long time, they're very over with the fans. Specifically, too. American Alpha. I know Enzo and Colin Cassidy yep. lost one, but uh, we got Oscar taking on uh, Diana Perazu. 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 Who has indie bookings now? All of a sudden, uh, under the same WWE name. This is the second time that they have worked. With the first time, she got KO'd. Yep. This time, she also gets KO'd, but they pin her this time. Uh, got her with a roundhouse kick. Asuka also has not lost in a very long time. She's amazing. Yeah. Has Asuka so lost yet? Somebody, I, I don't think she was, but somebody high profile said she's the best wrestler in the whole company. Um, yeah, I, I, saw that I don't tweet remember too. who it was. But. I, I'd believe it. I think she's the best girl in NXT or, or in all of WWE. All of WWE. Lance Storm? Yeah, maybe. I'm it sure Lance Storm. I'm, I'm been, almost yeah. certain it was Lance Storm. I could Storm. see it. Like she's She's completely unique in the way that she works. But I actually do think she's probably the best female wrestler in the company. She's mm. so good. And like the fact that she is unable to speak English It only adds to it. is something that is it if she's this good and can't speak English, that says how good she is. Mm-hmm. Like it makes her better almost. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and she knows enough to get her point across. Yeah. Like she can be like the facials. Right. Yeah. And the stroking of the title belt. Like yeah, she does so much with like, just the little subtle things with how her eye, like great. she makes her eyes so wide. Well, when Andy said her smile's terrifying to me one time when I was talking to him about when he went to Japan and how you put a match together. You know, there's a language barrier. He says wrestling's the universal language, so you know, a little stroke of a belt or yep. that kind of stuff. It, it, get it. speaks volumes. Yep. Uh, Ty Dillinger, the perfect ten, came out and beat. Alex Riley, who had just returned last week with a Say big win. It to my face. I thought uh, Alex Riley was going to destroy him. Yeah, it me seemed too. like Ty Dillinger was, was on a bit of a job run. Right. And then he wins. Like, oh, I thought okay. Riley was winning this too. Like he showed up right. looking more greasy than he had in the past. He's a heel. Couple bit. Yeah. It looked like they and were like, ready to push him with theorists. these. Yeah, these new. Uh, the vignettes, vignettes he's getting. Yeah. So I, I thought he was going <clears> to <throat> win this match. That being said, I really like. Uh, Alex Dillinger? Riley in I like Ty Dillinger too, but I like Alex Riley in NXT. Like I think he he adds something very different. Yeah, it's just weird 
to have watched him make his debut yeah, in 2009, look, whenever right. that was, and then it see rem- him it really still in NXT of, in 2016. Yeah, it reminds me of Kurt Hawkins before he got released, where they sent him yeah. down to NXT, and then eventually they're just like, just we leave. don't have anything for you, man. You've been here forever. Just just, just go Fly leave from the nest. Yeah, just leave on good terms. <laughs> Spread your wings. Uh, last up, we got Sami Zayn against Samoa Joe with the winner getting uh, the title shot against uh, Finn Balor, and this is a draw. Great finish. Yeah, ended with a double clue of a kick. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, he kind of flopped on him Shawn on his Michaels back. Yeah, Shawn Michaels pin, shoulders on the mat. Joe kind of snuck an arm on top Put, of yeah, him. Yeah, his <laughs> arm on top of Zane's arm, which is genius. Yeah, so that it uh, legitimately looked like either guy could have been getting pinned. Yep. Uh, the ref uh, calls the draw. William Regal comes out for the second week in a row and is like, why does this keep happening? <laughs> Fucking Drake Younger's the best in this, too. Yeah, he did sir, it really John, well. Sir, I cannot give I you cannot that answer. I cannot make that decision for you. I, I counted, and my decision is a draw. <laughs> He's like, I need a number kept, one contender. Kept, yeah. Joe, get the hell out yeah, of here. Joe, <laughs> Joe get, get the, the hell out of here. <laughs> I fucking love Drake. Like, yeah, he shines really so much in this little segment of just talking. <laughs> it was yeah. good. Uh, so they uh, are going to, uh, this will be next week now, two weeks from now, mm. have a rematch, two out of three falls. Uh, oh, it's two out of three falls? Yes. Yeah. Match was good, not great. Uh, yes, I agree. Yes. I've seen better from mm-hmm. these guys. So I like the finish. Regardless oh, of the, the match. Is good. Is yeah. that, is good. That, I love that finish of just keeping like, uh, who's better than who and like, Having William, the the GM come down and be like, well, what the hell? Who's who's got this? Yeah. Uh, fast forward a week, we have American Alpha kicking off another show. This time, defeating Blake and Murphy. Seems to kind of be their spot. Yeah, they're always the kickoff. Yeah, they seem very comfortable with what they're doing too. Mm. Blake and Murphy too. I mean, I don't have any high hopes for these guys or future aspirations for these guys, but they go out and work well with whoever they're working with week after week. I think they're week. an okay tag team. Uh, like I think they're pretty good for what they're what they're worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a good look together. Their look is easily hateable. Like, yes. I think we've all totally. said at one point. And their music, like the yeah, whole thing, like, their whole dubstep and shit like they're, that. They're a good heel act. I think hey, we've I said hate their entrance. Yeah, <laughs> I think we said uh, a couple pods ago of like, I can't wait for them to come to the main roster just so we can like boo them. Yeah, yeah. the zooming. They're kind of vanilla me. though. Like I don't know which one's Blake, which one's Murphy. I don't see. I don't them. know which one's Dash and Dawson. I don't either. see <laughs> them. <laughs> On the main roster. I do for Dash and Dawson yeah, because I knew who uh, Scott Dawson is specifically. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, they are kind of. They have Alexa Bliss, so. I think, And okay. I think Alexa Bliss is going to be the star that comes out of that. They'll do fine. She's pretty. Yeah. Um, yeah, beat them with the grand amplitude. I hear she gets a lot. I hear she has a ton of heat backstage. Good. Good. I like Lana heat? Uh, Nuclear heat? Maybe. Nuclear she's, apparently heat. she's. Pretty promiscuous. Well, whatever you can be promiscuous. If I was Alexa Bliss, I'd be fucking everybody too. Yeah, why not? Why not? Well, Boris, I'm glad you're not a 22 year old blonde girl. I wouldn't be able to keep my hands off myself. Are you saying you would date Boris if he was a 22 year old blonde girl? He's a 22 year old attractive blonde girl. Yes. Oh, am I not hot enough for you, Boris? Yeah. Oh, controversy. You're not girl enough for me. Is my biggest. That's, that's, that's totally fair. That's the best answer. Yeah. That's I've totally ever heard. fair for a straight man to yeah. say. As a shut, me, shut me right down. <laughs> um, next You're up, not woman you would be the reacher, Boris, and he would be the settler. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, Paulo Cruz defeats uh, Christopher Gerard. Yeah, who's this guy? Biff. Biff. Oh, is Biff. That who this is? Oh, Biff. 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 Music. 
All yeah, right. Biff debuts this week. That's the name they gave I knew it was a big name. Christopher Gerard? Yeah, Christopher yeah. Gerard. How do you look? Good? Looks yeah. I'm probably going to yeah. watch it tonight. Like a I million like bucks. his scream thing. Yeah, he's a, he looks fucking yeah. crazy. He's angry, crazy looking The only dude. thing that sucked for him was like he came out to less generic music than Johnny Gargano and Champa have come out to. Just slightly less generic. But he didn't have anything on his Tron. It, it wasn't just even NXT like NXT logo. Yeah, yeah just oh, NXT really? logo. It wasn't even like it was like Gargano, Gargano. But they made uh, they made a big deal out of it. They like they were saying that they were talked about Tommaso Ciampa coming in and uh, Rich Swan. Swan was the other mm. guy that they brought up. Yeah, where they're, they're comparing they're him. Talking about these indie guys coming in, which is cool. And this was uh, like for Apollo. This is a win for Apollo Cruz, which you kind of knew it was going to be, but this was not a squash. No. Did no. you guys talk about the global cruiserweight thingamajig? Yes. Yep, Last we week, I can't remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did it in our news. Okay. That'll be really neat. Are you going to enter? Uh, no, I believe okay. I am you not. You make 205? With it, if I chopped we off should, a couple of my legs, I Guys, might. you make a tape for Scotty. We Mart- can film Matt Hardy the, ask yeah, vignettes. Yeah, we'll film the Mart- Matt Hardy thing and get you training. And, yeah. uh, speaking of Tommaso, yes. he and his music, which I actually really like his music, but not until he gets in the ring. Like, it's like... Oh, wait, it takes a while to yeah, get going it's like, for you? it's like a full minute into his song before I'm like, oh, I like this part. Well, when the chorus comes it's around. When the, it's when the electronic, or the elect- electronic, electric guitar starts playing. Okay. Um, I, like, I want oh, that electronic guitar. The electronic guitar, powered by electronics. How sad is it seeing Bull Dempsey? Like, I always think it's bad, not bad, but it's always, like, makes me sad when a company tapes their TV so much. Like, it's very TNA. Of like this guy, dude, this guy hasn't been with a company in a month, yeah. yet he's on TV. Yeah, and I get that they already filmed it or whatever, but <clears throat> like you couldn't have flipped another match in there. Uh, yeah, Bull Dempsey's coming in. Uh, I was really excited to see Bull because it meant that Tommaso was going to get a win, and he's just been kind of a putover guy so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now it looks like they're feeding him guys, so that's good. He did his uh, bridging armbar to beat him, and then did some jumping jacks, jumping jacks to taunt him. Yep, Champa. Tomaso. Yeah. He's a good worker. Tomato Camper. Enjoy his shit. Brown Strawberry Man. Brown Strawberry Man. Uh, was his <laughs> indie name Tomaso Champa? Yeah, that's his actual. So why do, why do we why does he and Rich Schwan get to keep it but apparently Biff Busick does Champa's not. not signed. Okay. Gargano or Champa and Gargano aren't actually signed or something like that. Okay. And I don't know about Rich Swan. I heard he is. The way I understand it, Rich Swan is signed, but Champ and Gargano are not. Yeah, and Biff Busick is signed, so they're rebranding him. I, Biff Busick is a fucking. That, that's a really good knowing name. Knowing that that's who that is now and what he looks like, that suited him. Like, yeah. That's fucking perfect for like, that guy. Yeah, Biff Busick is a great name, but it's even better for him. He had merch that just said it was like the like Hulk Hogan rules style shirt, and it just said Biff rules, a yellow and red. It's <laughs> not bad. Uh, lastly, we got uh, even Lashley? Marie. Yes. Nice. Bobby Lashley. Rick Astley. They, uh, Never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. And Nia Jax. Turn uh, beat Bailey and Carmella. Shocker. In a match when Jax hits her three leg drops that me and Warren both agree look stupid. And she's not good at it. I am not suck. fond of Nia Jax anymore. No, me neither. She doesn't jump on her leg drops. She just kind of falls. falls down. Which some people do that, like some it, like cruiserweight, yeah. like fast wrestlers do that, where they like run really boom, fast boom, and then boom. just sit. Uh, this doesn't look like that either. Yeah. <laughs> she needs to put force behind. Yeah, it's not like like when Dolph Ziggler does his multiple elbows and you see him get up and then like walk around a little bit and then do it again yeah. real fast. She just kind of like gets up. It's leg like drop. a Hulk Hogan leg drop until she doesn't get any verticality. Which, it's, it. it's like a Hulk Hogan <sighs> leg drop in TNA. Where it's like he's past the prime. No good. I don't good. get why they don't have her having a more dominant move. Like. 
her bear hug, as much as I hate the bear hug move, and I think it's the dumbest thing ever. It would work for her body she type. She is really good at it when mm. she screams and is shaking yeah, and, like, them shaking and them, yeah. like a fucking ragdoll. Ragdoller, yeah. So why can't she have a power move like that as her finisher? Like a, a it shows her strength. She it shows the, the difference thing. in size. It'd be cool if she did and like she a black hole slam. Drops them somehow. Mm. Yeah, even that would be okay. Like black hole slam, like you just spin them around one or two rotations and just boom. Also, they need to change your theme. Yes, I'm gonna say that every week until they fucking change. Yeah, it. Uh, you know what? I used to not mind it, and this is the week where it broke for me. Where I it's went, a good baby I don't face like. Thing. Yeah, it's a good baby face it's scene. Great. Because it's very Lady Gaga, Poppy sure. Dancy. But as a heel, like, the monsters. It'd be no, like, too much. it doesn't work. Uh, yeah, they uh, kind of played this up where Eva Marie was getting tagged in and kind of getting whooped a little bit. And then Nia Jax would come in and do the whooping. Yeah. And then finally Nia Jax hits her, her finishers and uh, Eva Marie tags her and rolls in and gets a pin. Very limited offense from Eva Marie, which is right. funny. There was, yeah. there was a good point where she had tagged herself in the ring Twice, yeah, and had not had a single move right. of offense. Right, as at soon all. as she tagged herself in, the other team was was getting the heat on her. Yeah. Then, yeah. I yeah. would rather see Eva Marie. No, you would. no you wouldn't. <laughs> I, no, I didn't even no. like having Eva Fucking Marie be on the poster for Fastlane. I yeah. might, me. I might agree with Boris on that one. That might be interesting. <laughs> be a good match. Watching her go off the hell in a cell. Yeah, she's dead. She's not. My God, they killed her. She's not, not very She's dead. They killed her. They killed her. Uh, that's it. Yeah, like we've said, uh, in the upcoming weeks, what the schedule kind of looks like is <clears throat> two out of three falls match in two weeks uh, between Joe and a Sami Zayn for the number one contendership. And then uh, there's some other stuff booked for next Finn week. Finn Balor will wrestle a new talent. Right. I believe is going to be Austin Aries. We Finn, talked about that earlier. And Finn Balor is also going to wrestle, uh, what's his, Neville. Uh, oh, Neville next week. Yes, next week. And then in two weeks, he'll wrestle the new talent. Okay. I feel like there's something else next week, but it doesn't matter. I don't remember. Someone either. will watch and figure it out. Yep. NXT's great. It's I good. Like it's NXT. just a nice little, and I really it's like quick. both uh, both these shows were four matches instead of five, and I thought that it made all those matches benefit mm-hmm. because they got a little more time. So yep. Right now, NXT's probably my second favorite weekly wrestling show behind Lucha Underground. And I think it's only because of the production values and how they do like a comic book novella of telling their story. Yeah. Yep. Aside from that, no, both shows are great because they're under an hour. Mm. Okay, emails. Uh, first one is from Kevin. I wasn't watching wrestling when Shane McMahon was doing his thing. Just wondering why he got such a huge pop and why I should be excited about this match. Please help, guys. Kevin. Because Shano is awesome. And he um, takes crazy bumps. Yeah, that's that, that was kind of it. He spots. people had a certain respect for him because he had no skill to be spoken of. Not a wrestler, but clearly cared so much about entertaining people. Put his body on the that line. That he was just like, "What do you fucking want me to do?" He once got his testicles electrocuted. Yeah, that might have been a work, but no, <laughs> no. no, he not came no. into a dumpster of fire. The answer is in the question. You to go shouldn't back and watch. be excited about this oh. match. Well, he never said the match. He said the guy. <clears throat> no, he said the match. Oh, did he? I thought he said, why were people so excited for Shane McMahon? Should I be excited about his match? Oh, did he say that first? Because that might have been when I checked out. Why, why did he get such a big pop? <laughs> why did he get such a big pop? Yeah. And no, he was, was like, a great character. And then I was like, okay, I know the question. Well, we're we're the first the question. We're have good. a problem with Shane or Shane being back because he's a great character. Mm-hmm. And he's good at what he does and he has charisma and he can cut a promo and all that stuff. I just don't like shoes. him in that spot. Fair. Fair enough. Fair. Uh, next email's from Duncan. Fair. Dear the Sat McMahons. Hey, Good. dudes. I hope your weekend were not booty. 
question. My weekend was not booty. Question time. Number one. Now that we know Dean is going to be street fighting Brock, do you guys think the WWE will respond to the hate surrounding the main event by pulling a Daniel Bryan and adding a, if you win, you're in the championship match, Dip? Would it be a good idea? Uh, I would kind of be fine seeing either of those guys in the championship match, but I think that is too soon to pull that card again. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't know if it calls for it either. Yeah. Why why would you do that? They both lost. Roman wins. Yeah. He deserves it from a rest, like from a, this is how we booked it standpoint, he deserves it. Yeah. So uh, I'm kind of looking forward to Triple H Roman Reigns in a way, not Mm -hmm. in, not in the way that I'm going to be super pro Roman Reigns about it, but I think that has potential to be a very physical uh, entertaining match. Triple they H knows how to have a tell good match. a really good story yeah. at Mania. Question two: uh, The Prodigal Son returns. Shane Mac is back and fighting the Undertaker at Mania. You've probably talked to the subject uh, to death, but do you think the match would be a good one for Taker to go out on, or do we foresee a WrestleMania no. <laughs> 33 in his future? I'm going to say that he's going to wrestle 33. I'm going to say that. If my prediction comes true in the circumstance that I explained earlier, then it would make sense. This is it. Right. He's leaving the company in what he perceives as the best capable hands, and that is Shane McMahon, and he's putting him over and riding off into the sunset. Imagine it's in his home state. Yes. Imagine if everything you just said came true, but he hadn't lost to Brock Lesnar, and that was his one loss. (laughs) To Shano. Yeah. Um, You, I assume. I would rather see him trapped in the lantern. Well, well, you said that you shit. wanted that. Yeah, for we you. all we do. all want the okay. lantern. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather see a fucking hologram than this. That's not. I might get hologram. I'd rather see um, a hologram. Russell I don't Undertaker. think that he goes out the, on this one. No. Okay. Apparently, he's in good shape right now. Uh, yeah, he least... seems to want to work more. All of I a saw sudden. a Vine oh. video like a week ago of him doing a deadlift yeah, in the gym, me too. and it was yeah. just like, holy shit, Michelle that's a lot cool. of weight. And he didn't look like he was struggling at all, like just lifting shit. Climbing and banging. Wonderman's done a lot of good things for his health to have that kind of middle of the year program with Brock, where yeah. now it's not nearly the <laughs> layer of dust he's got to kick off. I mean, if Hulk Hogan was able to work into his late fifties, and more often than the Undertaker has worked in recent years, mm-hmm. and Undertaker will be fifty-one. That's kind of the question: is Is it better to work more often when you're that old? Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Look at Sting. Sting got hurt. Yeah. That was, Hogan's a racist. that was such a freak bump, though, I feel. Jesus. I bet you that doesn't happen to a young guy. Brother! <laughs> Question three. To Boris. Uh, once Cena and Rollins return, what do you see them doing? Does Rollins go face or stay heel? Does Cena stay glued to the U.S. championship picture? What do you think is the best plan for action once the stars return? Thanks, bros. Also, this Sunday, I have an interview with Harvard University. Oh, My God. Oh, Wish me luck. Who is Keep this? on reeking of awesomeness. Tell him you know Christopher Nowinski. He'll get you in. Brian Danielson right. with a one. Well, good luck at Harvard. That's yeah, terrible. fuck, man. Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking nerd. Go to college. Um, no, congrats, I think when Cena comes back, the U.S. title is a distant memory. It probably should be. Back up to kind of that upper echelon spot. Hmm. And I don't see any way Rollins comes back. Has to be. Not as a baby. Has to be a baby yeah. face. He's gonna be, people are gonna cheer for him yeah. regardless, so you might as well go with the flow. It's like, gonna be a massive pop. Potentially yeah. <laughs> top baby in the whole company. Yeah, I totally. would say uh that almost a guarantee top baby face yeah. at that I think, point. I think he when he comes back, you hit your wagon to him for face of the franchise kind of thing. Boy, I hope Roman's healed by then, because that's just That'd be great. Too perfect. Too perfect to not do. Um I would even be down to see Seth Rollins uh feud with Dean Ambrose, especially if Ambrose is on an elevated le- level. Level after uh, wrestling Brock Lesnar. 
Yeah, that could work too. Who's your face? Seth. Okay. Seth gets the baby face return pop. Next email is from Brandon. Lynch. And it says, hi, thank you for answering my question on Sapod 100. Oh, You're welcome. It's not me. Uh, what is holding the World Wrestling Entertainment from promoting The Miz? Oh, this is The Miz guy. Uh, promoting The Miz <laughs> as the face of the business like John Cena, Randy Orton, and Mark Henry. Fans to take this one? And Mark Henry. First of all, oh, Mark Henry's it. in a lot of uh, promotional stuff. You should start calling it the face of the business. <laughs> the face of the business. That's Miz-ness. a freebie, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, Boris, Frick, that's wanna... right behind the yeah. uh, de- debut show, The Face of the Mizness. I like that. Yeah, he could have his own thing. Um, you want to start writing promos for The Miz? First of all, uh, no, this guy's just like a being a shithead, I think. But uh, no, I think The Miz is a very good heel and settles in that kind of upper, not even upper, but that mid-card He's mid-card not going to win the title again. Heel. No, fuck no. No, he that shouldn't. That mid-card heel position. He gets good heat. And you Exactly. You can call upon him for things that need to be done, like AJ Styles, for example, and yada, yes. yada, yada. yada so. The mania? I'm that- not. Everyone, a lot of people are anti-Miz. I'm not anti-Miz. I think Miz's work I is was, good enough for the spot that yep. he's in. His promo skills are above average, and I have no problem with the Miz. I, I was res- anti-Miz I for a while. I respect the Miz. But I have come to realize what he brings to the you table. You need guys like something. the Miz. Yeah. Miz isn't a terrible worker. He's gotten a lot better over the years from like originally when he was tagging with Morrison and whatnot. He's a good speaker. He's able to get a reaction from the WWE, uh, WWE crowd instantly. But I heard a story about the mania where he was facing Cena. And like, you know how normally people start doing the woo and it starts echoing around the arena? Mm-hmm. People were apparently doing the awesome thing and it was just spreading around the arena like that. Good Lord. So Miz was super <laughs> over at one time. I think he is an elevated mid-carder. I uh, I just have a lot of trouble caring about whatever The Miz is doing a lot of the time, but I actually thought that the last couple things he's been involved in have been pretty good. So, Remember this theme? Oh, yeah. Yeah. In 2013 or 14, Victoria was really into The Miz. Like has been the, around for a long what time. What was yeah. his... Uh, Hoo, raw? Wasn't that it? Oh, that was yeah. so dumb. Fuck was that bad. <laughs> Come on! Uh, you guys watch Ride Along yet? Yeah, I remember the come on thing. <laughs> come on! Uh, next email is from Han Solo. Hey, Sad Pod. It's that time of year Brandon again. Brandon instantly looks at me like I'm going to say, he's dead! WrestleMania <laughs> season <laughs> is now. Uh, with that comes the Hall of Fame every year. Who would you guys like to see go in this year and join Sting and the Godfather? Thanks. Love the show. Davey, Owen, Solo. Rick Rude. Rick Rude. I, I believe I've voiced my opinion already, and that is one theater R long. Teddy yeah, Long would I be really cool. In there. Uh, Lemmy. Lemmy. Lemmy would be dope. Put Lemmy. Lemmy I'd like to see Lemmy in the celebrity wing for sure. Yeah. Uh, you guys got any females from the past you'd like to see go in? You know who I'd like to say? <sighs> Jazz. Victoria. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm Victoria totally would be great. Victoria. Yeah. I would, yeah, that's a good one. She was a hell of a worker. Yeah. Great uh, character. Put too. on lots of good stuff. Yeah, when she was in the that. women's division, I thought that was a really good time for the women's division. Yeah. What about Mrs. Lesnar? Sable, 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 Sable. I bet she gets in. I don't know if Sable get in eventually. Anybody or whatever. Well, sleep with Lesnar. I mean, it's not full on pornographic videos like they've said China, but she has done Playboy. Does that mean anything? No, she did Playboy for them. She did Playboy under the WWE. They used back in the day, like during the Attitude Era. That was one of their hype WrestleMania things. Is they'd have Mm -hmm. for for a few years they would have a girl. In like Tori Wilson did it one year, and she did it, and China did Sable it. Sable and Tori Wilson did that one issue together. Sanctioned. Remember thing. finding that in a closet yeah. in my house? That was pretty dope. I, I brought that, that Tori there. Wilson Playboy to school. 
Yeah. How'd that go over? That was, good. That was fine. I didn't show the wrong people. I'm not stupid. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I didn't show them. Brandon's like, I kept Thank my shit on the lowdown. Check out the rack on this whore. <laughs> Um, uh, girl, yeah, I'd like Sable. Um, Jazz would be a good one, as you said. They're worn. No, Jazz isn't. Ivory is Ivory in yet? No, I, Ivory be cool. Ivory why why be is Jazz so terrible? I, thought I didn't her. say Jazz is terrible. I just said she's not Hall of Fame worthy. It's, I mean, t- really? it's tougher with it women. Is, what do you qualify Hall of Fame worthy? In ring accomplishments? I, I, don't, I don't have a specific criteria. For me, it's just a yes or a no. You tell me a name, and I'll say yeah, yeah, or I'll say no. I don't have uh, a- before Godfather goes in. Godfather. I probably would have said yeah. I would not. I would say I wouldn't have said yeah overall when I think about it and like without not looking at criteria. But I don't look at Godfather. I look at the whole body Me of too. work starting. Yeah, from that's Shango. why I would. Okay, yeah, because really when I when I go to... Papa Shango, Two Godfather, Good Father, whatever. Yeah. Wasn't he in uh, Nation Domination too? Yeah, something? he was Kama, the Supreme right. Fighting Machine. Yes. Okay. Uh, next email is from Masatch. Hey guys, long time no see. Forever. With the recent talent grab with WWE, Styles, Nakamura, Anderson, and Gallows, what are you, are some of your favorite dream matches with those guys? Sounds like a question for Scotty and Boris. Uh, Nakamura, Daniel Bryan would have been really cool because they used to be. Well, we can't. See yeah, that, it. One, that okay. one's obviously not. Even I mean, like, it is a good dream match. Right, it yeah, will it's exist. very it's much a dream, dream match. match so I can dream whatever I want, Brando. Some Neville, some Owens, some Ziggler, some Jericho. I'd like to see. Yeah. Even Everyone. some, even you know some Cena, you know, why yeah. not? Machine Gun versus Cena. I'd love to see that in a singles. Everything's fresh, right? That's the best part. Yeah. Um, I think Nakamura Fuck Rollins, could... Ambrose, Lesnar. Ooh, Nakamura, Nakamura and Lesnar, sign me up. Nakamura and Rollins. Damn, I'd pay to see that. Yeah. Uh, Rollins and Styles, as you said on Monday, yeah, would, would have I'd some really ooh, love to see Rollins and Styles. Great matches. Do you think we're going to get... Owens and AJ at WrestleMania. We're we gonna get him and Jericho in some fucking bullshit tag match. I think it's gonna be Owens AJ. Oh, I hope it's not some bullshit tag match. He uh, he sent out some tweet after Fastlane about AJ. Not that that's much to go on, but yeah. I think that might. Be that's the fun. thing with Kevin Owens is he tweets about fucking everything. Yes, he does. So it's tough to He's get a read on. on the Twitter. Yeah. Or some people. Or some people you can. Some people you can actually take their tweets to the bank in terms of what their feud is gonna be. Kevin Owens is just like hating on everyone, so you're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> you know why he blocked you? Because you can't spell. Because I'm fucking illiterate. I corrected you, you on the there, there thing, <laughs> yeah. and then you tweeted 20 minutes later and still used the wrong there. I don't know the there's, Warren. <laughs> you don't the video. know the there's. Reference it. When you type it in, I don't go, watch the CM Punk my phone just, slam. CM my Punk phone just says it's fine. It's like, yeah, that's there to me. They are. Is it... It always makes me funny when I put the wrong there and someone corrects me and then some like other people retweet it and I'm like, eh, it's fine. Other people are okay with it. Just but yeah, I'm fucking illiterate. Last night, I said that somebody was an awkward commentary pair, and I wrote pear as in the fruit, and I was, <laughs> and I was instantly corrected by someone, and I was like, oh, I'm fucking illiterate. Uh, the one that always gets That's me. That's pretty canon about me, though. The uh, one that always gets me is I'll use the wrong board. Like, like instead I'm of saying bored. I'm bored, I'll say, like, a wooden board. Mm, yeah. Chairman of the board. Homonyms. Homonyms. Goddamn homonyms. Uh, question two from Masatch. Do you guys follow any YouTube wrestling channels? If so, which ones? Personally, the what culture guys are pretty good. Sorry, I couldn't do any emails. Job hunting is such a bitch. Happy belated 100 episodes. Hope you have 100 more. I've watched a couple of those what culture videos. And I don't Watch know what that Mojo is. does some good wrestling ones every Watch Mojo time. does a lot of like countdown-y stuff. Like, they'll be like, top 10 wrestlers of the 90s. But that's and, about it, really. Um... I watch no DQ question and video or whatever because they're kind of a decent 
site on opinions of wrestling and up, rumors. Up, down, down. And Botchermania, of course. Well, yeah, Botchermania. Hey, do you guys know what OSW Review is? Yep. Boris didn't the other day when we really? did Indiepod. I was just blown away because I thought they were like, because they're under the Botchermania umbrella. I thought they were like Somehow, really yeah. well known, but no. Yeah, they're like the kings of watch-alongs. We're going to do one. We're we going to do one or something. We're going to figure it out, and we're going to make All-Star it All-Star Weekend. We should do it. It's going to be epic. Good. When um, will we see the Bowie show? How long? What's the turnaround for PWG? Getting uh, Bowie should be there? hitting DVD and digital downloads, like, this month, like, first week of March. Maybe we'll do that one. I'd like to do Bowie or Lemmy. Baba Bowie. Baba Bowie. Next email is from Brian. Brian. Hey there, guys. He used there properly, by the way. Oh, <laughs> good job, Brian. You're so much more literate than me. Hope you're doing well. Uh, with the, <laughs> did you say so much You're more, more illiterate than I am? <laughs> <laughs> with the rumors of WWE getting more quote edgy, it got me thinking. If all the injuries to top guys and retirements didn't happen, do you think WWE would still try to get edgy with their show, or would they keep everything relatively the same? Uh, it would be fun to watch. I just don't want blood every Monday, the excessive swearing, especially if the situation doesn't call for it. Looking forward to what you guys have to say about this. Hope you guys have a good weekend. At B underscore Steph 811. I don't know if the injuries have anything to do with them going towards an edgier Because they kind of always get a I don't know edgy. if one has anything to do with the other. It probably. I think if they are going to make it more edgy, which we have no confirmed that report that they're going to, it is uh, them looking at the numbers and being like, we got to hit a button and make those numbers change. Well, and I think the first sign of this supposed edginess was this Monday. Mm. Up until this when Monday. He said he was going to give him a fucking yeah, meeting? I haven't seen anything. There well, wasn't any swears. There wasn't any blood. Like A bunch so... of stuff got bleaked on when I rewatched Raw today. Uh, Paul Heyman's promo had two things. One was like pissed off, which is really nothing, yeah. nothing much. But he said something else was maybe bitch or something. I think it was. Yeah. And that yep. also got bleeped. But, like, that and the Roman Reigns blood, it, it wasn't like, oh, the Attitude Era is back, but it definitely felt like a bit edgier of a show. Well, we've always said that there is a time and a place for that kind of stuff, and if the angle calls for it, then All of them go worked. for it. Aside from the Vince McMahon saying he was going to fucking beat his child. <laughs> Everything else worked well. Like, uh, Paul Heyman talking on behalf of Paul or Brock Lesnar just saying, like, he's pissed off. That works well. Um, the blood... Later in the show, whether it was a blood pack or a blade job or hard way, uh, even that worked out pretty well to elevate that last segment. Red makes green. It's true. I don't know what that means. What's means that? the ratings means are going up. Blood makes money. Oh, I see what you're saying. I kind of forgot because I'm trying to read this marathon like of an a email. Phone book of an email yeah, from, from, from fucking Jason Keisler of the New New Blood I love podcast. Jason. Oh, is he talking shit about me? Um, I'm trying to summarize <laughs> this as assume, I go. I just assume that everybody does uh, He says, it was nice to have genuine surprises with the return of Shane, F-bombs, and blood. McMahon's going out, <laughs> family drama, in full view of the world is usually pretty entertaining. Um, we had New Blood Rising podcast. Plug, he talks about uh, Mach Mahon Omania. That's a weird way to spell McMahon. How do you spell McMahon? Because I don't think I could do it off the top of my head. M-A-H-O-N. Not M-A-C. Um, illiterate. I am illiterate. <laughs> he says, uh, this time we're getting a version of the truth. The fans are unhappy. The stocks are down and people are tired of the authority. This, The creative team's approach to take on these criticisms head on is a great way to increase viewership and interest heading into WrestleMania and can be a short-term solution. And this leads me to my questions for you guys and anyone who wants to chime in. 
Shane says he wants control of Raw in mm-hmm. a backstage segment. Stephanie says she will work. She will not work for Shane. Do you guys see this storyline as a way to split the brands again? And do you think it's a good idea? I love that like SmackDown's the redheaded. So Raw goes. So goes the company. Like, oh, we don't give a fuck about SmackDown. It or was very event. honest of them to say that. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, he touched on that, and that was something that we didn't really talk about when we were talking about the segment. Was how crazy it was that they were using ratings and stuff as a fire. Shane to be like, this like, is, is a garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about the bad. stocks yeah. and whatnot. Like, hey, the stock's not at an all-time low, but the stock's dropping. The viewership's dropping. Yeah. I would like control of main event. Well, I mean, if you want to grab control of the program, you'd probably take the longest one, which is Raw, sure. right? Three yeah. hours. And There's some logic. Like, when they said like so goes... Program. When they said so goes Raw, so goes the company, that's fucking dead true. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, no, yeah. like, I don't think SmackDown is making a financial, it's not a financial juggernaut for them, but I also yes. don't think it's bleeding money. Um, what do we think of the bland, brand split idea? I would, uh, I could, with how much talent they've brought in and how many guys are on injury reserve right now, it would be kind of cool to see different rosters because there, there is a depth more or less. And I feel like there are guys who are in the mid card. Um, like Miz, like earlier we were saying Miz is a mid-carder. But if he was on another branded show like SmackDown, if it was its own thing, he could very well be a number one contender for the main championship True. at one point or another. It gives a lot of guys different chances. Is that what you want? Is that you want yeah, to see Yeah, to be Miz honest, on... yeah, I do want red and blue different brands. If if that was... No, but like they... specifically your reasoning, like you would, get a, you would get a uh, Miz in a higher spot. Is that what you want? Um, not necessarily Miz, but I would like to see like mid carters in general have a Go better for spot. higher titles. Yeah, my only thing is if they split the belts, like let's say like World Heavyweight Championship and United no, States. That I don't like because then it's like, well, do you have to make another tag title then again? No, no. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they need to. So yeah, that, that's a little inter- or is like your Intercontinental Champion the main thing on SmackDown? That's why I kind of want something new, and I well, don't know what first, that new thing yeah. is. When but the first I want... bland sp- brand split happened. The world champion was on both, and he would kind of bounce around, piggyback between pay per views for, for each brand. And where does NXT fit in? But that only happened for what six months. It wasn't for very long. Yeah, they had. They just handed two titles (laughs) for no reason. Here you go. Uh, There was a reason, Boris. He was the last champion on the Raw roster. Here you go. Here's a belt. Okay. Okay. Well deserving. Yeah. Um, Jason (laughs) says I'm split. On the one hand, the roster is pretty thin because of injuries, but then again, some of the criticisms. About the injury situation, claimed that it is the amount of dates these guys work that help the cause injuries, yada, yada. Really looking forward to you guys' input, and as always, thanks for your time. Well, I don't think there'll be any less dates if they split brands. It's like a fucking run twice as many house shows. Yeah, if anything, it would year. be like... Just in different towns. Like, hypothetically, we would be, yeah. like, upset because it's like, oh, we got a SmackDown house show? They used to run house shows opposite TV. Yeah, that's true. Uh, P.S. Scotty, do you have your... Uh, sorry. Do you have a shit your pants story ready for Suplex City Limits? I do. I have two shit my pants stories you ready for Suplex. Would have oh my two. god! I have to listen to this. If you don't, you should just give the rest of the group feed. You should just let the rest of the group feed you donuts and baked beans and drive around until it happens. <laughs> Think about it. No, what the kind guys of from Satpod. <laughs> they're like, d- should they're, I check it out? Think yeah, of- check out Suplex City Limits. It's two guys. They have a guy. Just wait. Oh. Think about it. The guys from Satpod feed me all kinds of things from. 
All kinds of things the Boris drove me to Lance Storm's house so I can meet him, and I shit my pants right there as I shook his hand, and I couldn't tell if he thought it was funny, what? pissed, or of indifferent. Okay, th- they're going off when uh, Critical Bill from New Blood was on Suplex City Limits. And he and the They always ask player. when they have a guest on if they have a, a, sh- a shitting your pants as an adult story. And Critical Bill's was in a, like, a car full of like his in-laws after going to a big fancy dinner. And, like, just being like, we have to pull over. Both of mine aren't in cars. Mine are like, I'm paying for shit. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting the wrap it up. Oh. It. So yeah, I've got two go stories home. ready for Suplex City I, We don't need to duplicate their content. <laughs> oh, boy. So I'm not telling the stories here. Last email is from Ty, and it's another goddamn paragraph. Holy gentlemen. Hey, these guys took the time to write you... Their thoughts. Yeah, I'm grateful, guys. Hope everyone is doing well. Fuck them all. <laughs> I like all these fucking marks. I like many threw my hat, quote unquote. Thank Yay! you. That's nice. On Monday, when Shane O'Mac made his return, which in all honesty, I didn't know I wanted until it happened. Yeah. Immediately was revealed to be the Undertaker's opponent at WrestleMania upon demanding control of Monday Night Raw. Hold the phone. As a fan, <laughs> what's my mindset supposed to be heading into WrestleMania? Cheer for Shane or cheer for Taker? Well, I believe this is not as cut and dry as we're being led to believe and that there will be a lot of moving parts to this leading up to WrestleMania. I, can, I can't I can ever recall Undertaker's match being announced by proxy as he usually rings his own gong and comforts his opponents face, uh, confronts, sorry, his opponents face-to-face or last own? year uh, accepted Bray's challenge over speakerphone. I'd like to imagine his advertised appearance on Raw will make this angle uh, into light. Speed and C take her line with Shane to take on somebody else. Vince's, uh, Vince chooses to destroy the disobedient legend. I don't know. Let's say Braun Strowman or Scotty's boy Ryback. That's from last week when you didn't listen because oh. we said everyone that. Was oh, now he's my Ryback boy. Fan. Yeah. Good. Okay. Um, or another scenario, Shane does take on The Undertaker at the biggest stage of them all, and just when Taker gets the upper hand, the Balor Club comes out and runs <gasps> through Taker, giving Shane the win. He puts them on the main roster. I bet Boris is rolling his eyes at that one. I've heard that you theory. Were Sorry, I, wasn't, I wasn't listening. What did he say? Ah. Shane's going to bring in the Balor Club to help him. <sighs> and I've heard that theory from other people, too. Uh, Finn, you know what? I don't mind that. Just okay. because I want to see. Like a hired goon squad? I'd like to see those guys. Finn, Maybe the fucking wanna... Mean Street Posse will come back. Pete Gas kicks ass. Speaking of hat throwing. Uh, when we were watching the Shane McMahon. Oh, was video. there hat throwing? Yeah. So, nice. we, well, of course, that's, that's a big moment. We both threw our hats, and as luck should have it, like I said, I was at the bar, and before I came home, I was we were at West Eminem Mall. I went to the Oakley store uh, to buy uh, some more uh, attire. And beside me, after we threw our hats, because I knew we were going to need more, because I knew how the segment went, I pulled out a bag and distributed two more hats. Whoa, just in case. Look at this guy. <laughs> just in and then case. those got thrown about five minutes later. Yeah. Brandon's prepared for mania with like a box of hats. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet Big Bad Boris is rolling his eyes at that one. Uh, he would be start um, in NXT buildup, uh, then bring him up. I doubt it's going to be that big of a deal for the casual fan who doesn't know uh, MGKA or Doc Gallows. That said, with the current stipulation going into mania, doesn't it seem like the product is heading towards another brand split? Which brings me to this question. What do you guys see as pros and cons of brand split? Okay, we did that already. Yeah. And a fun bonus question. If you had to pick one licensed song to replace someone's current CFO oh, money yeah. sign slash Jim Johnstone jam, Jim who would be the superstar or who would the superstar be and who 
what would the new theme be? Sorry for a mouthful email. Good night and good luck. Ain't Grizz, no four three two seven on Twitter. Ain't no real artist in the world can put a good song together like CFO Money Signs. So I would say a hard none. <laughs> well, that's just not true. Uh, I'll go with <laughs> Lesson Jake. Not uh, a licensed song, but them just co- covering Sami Zayn's song. So I have a, a bigger ska the band. Actual ska do, band do that. Uh, his little theme. Okay. Or Samoa Joe comes out to LL Cool J again. I want to give Nia Jax a Missy Elliott song. Work it as it reverse it. No, not that one. <laughs> That's a very sexually explicit song. Isn't every Missy Elliott? Yeah, song? all of her songs are really dirty, dude. She's I would like some... a Missy Elliott song with samples of Tammy Sitch saying, Fuck me in the ass. Gross. Can't wait till that's a sound effect next week. I don't think I'm going to be welcome to that. I like to see RVD get Unity. His, I like to <laughs> see RVD get his Pantera song back. That'd be cool. Did he have Pantera? He, yeah. He, well, w- until walk? at first, until they put out their own uh, when ECW put out their own CD, and then they had this mm. band called Kilgore do a cover of it. That's good. But it was good. Okay. Thanks for the emails. Uh, Sapot316 Yahoo.com. If you want to send us one for next week, we love the emails. Send us more. Even if we act mildly ungrateful to them. Uh, just maybe try and be a little bit more to the Concise. point. Yeah. Um, I didn't read all of Jason's email. He plugs uh, their New Blood Rising podcast, which we can just do right now. Listen to that podcast. It's great. They're on Twitter, at New Blood Pod. They I just think. did a review of Naked Gun. That's a great movie. It's Canadian. Leslie Nielsen, man. That's my boy. Um, Let yeah, her rip. At New Blood Pod. Okay. Um, that's a long show. There's a lot to talk about. We talked about all of it. Mm. Now we're going to go home. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Sapod. Um, follow the, us individually? Yes, at the Diesel Bears. I'm at Scottbox64. I'm at Brando1990. At BB Boris. Um, Talking Reckless Podcast is a podcast that has Friends Vars and Brandon Lynch in it. And we on this week's. I was not. <laughs> so don't listen to it. No. Nope. what you're saying. Fuck those guys. I don't even know what they talked about. I haven't even listened to it yet. Uh, they probably talked recklessly. About video games. I assume. Uh, we need a uh, go out song. Pick Zach Ryder. No, we're not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have we done Hoski? Can I get the Flow Rider song? Or do I have to wait till Okay. No, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. Just want to know. Um, Is there another Flow Rider song we could interest you in? What was the other? No, I only Say, like that. I only like that one. Get low. Uh, what? Do we, what? We're doing Florida. Apple apparently. bottom jeans. We're doing apple bottom jeans. What pay per view theme was that? Oh, it's oh, got to be a pay per view. I really have to pee. Can we do? Can I just pick a random pay per view? Yep, that's okay. Let's do <laughs> Unforgiven. Waiting for 2002. Why? We need to pick other years. I feel like we've I mean, done we so hit a lot of Does wrestling begin for you guys in 2002? Uh, Adrenaline so by Gavin Rossdale is what we're listening to. Hey, fucking a. All right. <laughs> um, yes. Email questions. Sapod. Uh, Sapod316 at yahoo.com. We appreciate it. Want to take this bad boy out, guys? Do it. All right, guys. Until next time, keep on doing the suck it for the baby face pop. Woo! You don't feel the pain. Too much is not enough. Nobody said this stuff makes any sense. We're hooked again. The point of no return. See how the buildings burn, light up the night Such a pretty sight
get closer to the thrill Only time can kill, it's in your eyes It's so alive